Welcome to the Sport Codex Show, episode 95, a big NBA trade deadline recap tonight. So we've got an all the crew, Jarkel, welcome back bro, been a little while. It's been a while, so for having me back. Yeah man, no, good to have you on, good to catch up on some hoops talk. Twain, as per normal most most podcasts these days, how are you man? Mm. Yeah, I'm good bro, good, it felt like I only spoke to you like a day or so ago, but yeah, I'm back. Is that X-Men podcast still going on? Or? Yeah. <laughs> it was a biggie. Not as big as the rap podcast, but oh, it was right. decent. That could have went on for weeks, that one. <laughs> and Aiden is here as per normal. How are you, bro? Yeah, good, bro. Good. Uh, loving the uh, the Montrez Harrell era in Charlotte. Let's go. <laughs> Especially, like, as your power forward with, like, implants. Yeah, yeah. In front floor. Yeah. Fuck spacing. <laughs> Let's go back to 1983. Yeah, that's it. Let's get done. Now, before we get into things, just shout out to JT and Mike. Um, recorded their first podcast last week. Two old school hoopers, uh, big into basketball, big into the NBA. So they did their first podcast on the Sport Codex show stream. And there's his Keys to the Game podcast. Really cool to listen to them. And um, good to hear they were on the same page on quite a few things. But some differing opinions too so yeah keep an keep an ear out for uh yeah jt and mike on keys to the game podcast so yeah cool to have those guys on board and uh we'll do a bit of a collab at some time yeah so let's get into the nba trade deadline pretty big one there was um i think it was quite a few more trades than i expected so that was good to see and uh really and what we're going to do tonight we're just going to go through all the all the main ones. We're not going to talk too much about Aaron Holiday for cash considerations, even though Robert Sava are actually putting some money on the table is a fucking bit of a <laughs> bit of a shock. <laughs> but we don't we don't need to get too in depth on ones like that. So we're going to go all the way back to February the fourth and um, start with the Roko and Norman Powell trade from the Blazers to the Clippers for Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow. And Keon Johnson and a future second, so bit of a bit of a salary dump for the Blazers here. And Jack Hill is is the guest, bro. They haven't been on in a while. Yeah, what are your thoughts on this one? It's it's pretty good, I reckon. Like just to finally get rid of whatever was going on there. I had been over the that team for a while, I think. But yeah, that's a pretty good trade. I think if they're trying to move in the right direction. It's definitely a shake-up, eh? It's like, we we got to change something. It's, something, bro, yeah. It's not working. Um, the the Powell, CJ, and Dame sort of guard, well, Powell was starting at small forward for quite a lot of it too. And it was just, it was big question marks from a lot of people about that one. Like, And I think most people like Norman Powell too, but it was like, come on, another yeah. short guy that, who's, you know, he can, dom- can dominate the ball if he has to and, and score. They And... Yeah, it was just like, yeah. what are they doing? Still Gary? weird they gave up. Yeah, they gave up Gary yeah. for a minute. That was a bit, still a bit weird to me. Yeah. But so glad, they... glad they just blew it up. But they should have got grabbed Drew a long time ago. He would have been so good with Lillard. Yeah. Now, now they got well, to try find something. Yeah, it's a bit of just a blow-up deal here. I mean, can you, uh, Twain, can you see them, the Blazers sticking with any of these guys? Maybe Winslow, I don't know. Like, Keon Johnson mm. hasn't had much minutes, really. Mm, nah, I, I don't see them hanging around past free agency. Um, 
I think like you already you guys already mentioned like it was just a way to you know dump some money you know start the rebuild because obviously it wasn't go it wasn't working how you know in the last few years where they've been able to you know sort of slug out a few wins here and there and then get the ball rolling but this year just the injuries and the constant shift in and out of lineups hasn't helped but I'm interested to see like I really like the move for on the Clippers side like I can't I think they made the move in terms of looking forward to next season and maybe the season after mm. that. I'm interested to see what kind of small ball lineups they can do with um, Norman mm. Powell and, and with along with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard when he comes back. Because some of these lineups that the Clippers are going to be able to use when everyone's healthy is going to be pretty funky. It is. Eh? I see them really like using like a Nets sort of style mm. like katie at center which you just go kawaii at center sort of thing i mean they can go uh, terence yeah. terence man reggie mm. powell pg and kawaii you know just, yeah yeah they, just, it could, they could get really funky and like they've only got two traditional big men on the roster as this so maybe you know this is ty Lu's, you know strategy because you know they did shoot a lot of threes last year and they were one of the best um you know, teams that hit freeze on a regular, on the percentage-wise. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe this is just a full-on move into into that small ball style that they've been wanting to play and just put some really good, decent pieces around those two when they come yeah. back. Yeah. Or maybe Roko, Roko too, like him in Houston, like playing the small ball 5-2. Maybe mm. he's a... Yep. He's a piece that they can mm, use too. Yeah. And, and, and he's going to have wings of death, bro, to be honest. It's going to be... Mm. Like playoff time, they'll be able to switch so much and have actual backup wing. Mm. If they do end up getting an even better center, like a real mobile one, like yeah, they'll probably be honestly ridiculous. So who is it now? Zubac. It's Zubac. Zubac. Yeah. Yeah. But he's looking really. He still looks hard and Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really like that. Slow plotting dudes. (laughs) I was just gonna say they're two stiff dudes, but those two. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Miles Turner center would be. Yeah, like perfect. Wicked. Yeah, they would be they would be real scary because that's usually what gets them torched as their center. Yeah, guy in Charlotte is pretty mobile. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> they bring trees back here. <laughs> trees can all of a sudden shoot threes, and maybe. <laughs> um, Aiden, what are your thoughts on the trade? Uh, it's, I mean, it, it's good. I think it's like a season too late that Portland's hitting the reset button. It's mm. also kind of strange that they're doing it under an interim GM. But I'd be very surprised, though, if Cronin doesn't get the full-time job now. Like, imagine sending all all your valuable pieces apart from Dame out for, like, 50 cents on the dollar and then, like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not coming back next year either. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be pretty pretty fucking crazy. Um. Also, so they got Keon Johnson, who's like 19 or something, but Portland's one of, I think, only three teams that don't have a G League affiliate, and Keon Johnson, like, should be getting G League minutes. Mm. That's, yeah. I, 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 like, I like that they're finally doing what they should have done one or two years ago, but I still, even then, I think you could have got more for Powell. Uh, I, I don't know if you could have got more for Rocco, but um yeah no i definitely think you could have got more for pal especially because you gave up gary trent jr who just had what did he have 42 like a couple of days ago yeah yeah and and you gave up two first round picks for roco and only got back a a fucking late second round pick but yeah but mixed feelings 
think what they could have got if they kept Gary and then they did this and then they could have possibly traded Dame for like a real good package, you know? Because, mm, yeah, so... bro, can you actually build anything around him in time? Like, he's... Yeah, How old is he? He's got to be in his 30s. He's 30, 31. 31. He's not got, well, he's not got forever. Yeah. Yeah, fucked up yeah. abdominal muscles as well. So yeah, and then the I injury. Think this, yeah, I think there's a precursor to maybe um, Jacquel just mentioned the trade. Like maybe in the summertime, this is the time where they're just like, man, you know, we did everything we could here, and he just asks, mm. you know, this may be the time for him to go because like mm. with these moves that they made, especially for upcoming trade, we're going to talk about later on. It doesn't seem like they're they. This is like a tank mode, tr- like yeah. trades that they're doing. So. I don't yeah. think he wants to hang around for that. Oh, I wouldn't anyway. Yeah. Um, maybe this is a precursor. If they, to... if they do it, if they act like they're the ones that are like, we want to trade him, you know, mm. then the whole loyalty thing that he wants to keep, you know, he doesn't have to yeah. have to for it. But if, if they actually want him gone, then, mm. then he's yeah. free to go. He okay. didn't quit, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Didn't run from the grind. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, I will say all the fucking memes about Dame not running from the grinder, hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> like, yeah. There's there's one and it's like Portland's new uh, projected starting lineup and it's Damian Lillard, a point guard, and then shooting guard, the grind, small fort, the grind, <laughs> power fort, the grind. So um, but they did get a couple of pieces that I think could help them uh, if if they decide to run it back next year. Yeah. Uh, and Nazir Little was looking really good too before he went down mm-hmm. with an injury. Um, mm-hmm. But again, like you're going to have a starting backcourt that's small, like, and you're just swapping CJ for Anthony Simons. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, it, yeah. You know, it's kind of it's the same formula where it's it's going to be formula. the same thing. Yeah, like if you had a, I mean, I wouldn't suggest trading Simons now. So maybe the move is to move Dame in the off season and then, you know, see like, what's got yeah, here. Yeah, I think the whole Giannis winning, you know, has like probably given them false hope because. Yeah, but you're not you're not six eleven, and you don't have Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. You don't, yeah. like you That's don't it, don't like look that. at them like that. And then the Suns, like he had a comment earlier this year that, you know, they just got a bunch of good players. I'm like, bro, they got D Book, CP3, and yeah, Aiton yeah. is like top five big man when he's on. So it's not like they just have some good players. Mm. Like they got really good teams, and I think he's a bit blinded by that. Like, yeah, they've done it over like years, but like who are they going to get in Portland that are going to be near those players I cannot see it Simons is the closest but he's here he's literally just another little CJ Mm. yeah I think a bit better playmaking than CJ but essentially the same play same yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, I thought they could have got more back really I mean Roko was expiring too you know like 12 million like some contender is going to take a punt on that like Mm. yeah you know even though obviously Everyone knows these days, like his one-on-one defense, man-to-man ain't ain't as good as what it was made up to be. But you know, he's he's a good piece. Like any any mm. team could use a Roko, and even like, a normal mm. power really too. Like if if you had a call the Lakers and offered Roko for the, the THT and the first round pick, I reckon the Lakers would have taken that. Yeah, and I even though THT, I think Lakers fans have hyped THT. I think he actually be a pretty good fit in Portland. Um, he's good yeah. defensively. He's just very yeah. good defensively. Yeah, good good defensive wing. Uh, it needs the ball in his hands, but Dame can play off ball a bit, you know, or mm. or you just bring THT off the bench and let him do yeah. his thing. 
I think, and, and that 2027 20, first round pick could actually be good if everybody fucks off and leaves town. Yeah. Like, At least Bronny so, James is playing for them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe, that's, yeah, that's, maybe that's their play, you know? That's what's going to happen. The yeah, Lakers are going to hang Bronny. Lillard's going to be 30, what, yeah. four when that happens? Yeah. We'll get the frozen envelope. Lakers are the first overall pick. Question. <laughs> um, speaking of Bronny, like, is he good? Like, has he got enough to justify that pick? Like, I've seen his name on the Rivals um, website and all that, but he doesn't seem to be ranked that high for his age group. Like, is he good as Zion or the... No, like... He's not like that kind of player. But he could easily slip in the second round. Yeah. And just because I'm... teams need money, bro, so, like, they'll take him. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd just take him for the pure chance you might get LeBron. Like, if you're, yeah. like, yeah. Deanna yeah. or something, and you're like, fuck it, I'm going to take him. I'd, I'd take him. I just... Yeah, well, the teams take it. dumb players all the time. There's like, mm. yeah. plenty of bad picks. At least you could even fucking market... If you, even if he doesn't work out, you're still going to get make money off it. It's like it's yeah, the yeah. son of LeBron fucking James. Mm. So yeah, we might see 42 year old LeBron with 35 year old Dame Lillard. <laughs> wouldn't surprise mm. me, bro. Yeah, yeah wouldn't surprise me. I was just, the, I was, I was just wondering if he was any good or not because I haven't actually seen him play. He's freakishly he, got like way better in like the last six super, months. Yeah, weird. yeah. He's grown, uh, not physically, but his game has grown heaps. Just over remember, the last like, yeah, 12 months. I remember months. last year he was barely dunking, and now he can do like through the legs, through off, the legs, yeah, off mm. the wall, like out of the athleticism's loop. crazy. Mm. Okay, no, he's probably a better shooter. He's probably yeah, he's probably a better shooter than his dad, bro. Like if they were like to spot up and just shoot, he could probably yeah, what, yeah. He's he's probably in the in the era. Well, not probably. He in in the era where everyone shoots. So uh, whereas yeah. LeBron came in he when just, not yeah, everyone has a shooting, way prettier so. shot. Yeah, yeah, way prettier yeah. shot. So, yeah. so um, it's... looking looking at it now, the the rivals is like their rank system for you know college players, and he's twenty eighth in the in the nation, which is pretty good. Like that's a pretty mm. high number. That's yeah, pretty um, solid. And I think if he, I'm supposed, I'm guessing he goes to college next year. So, you know, yeah, maybe they, you know, mm. they could get, you know, maybe he could climb up that high. I was just curious. That was all. Sorry to go on the tangent. I just <laughs> wanted to know if he was any good or not. He might do the G League Ignite. Yeah, yeah. Zaya, Zaya Wade's doing that, I think. Yeah. He was with the Salt Lake um, G League team. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. If Bronny's even, like, close to the NBA, it's crazy. Because, like, I'm sure he's not as, like, obsessed with the game, you know, as he's not growing up yeah, yeah, yeah. hungry, but it's not. Mm. <laughs> well, it's, you know it's, I mean? it's not yeah, just gifted. Like, you know, I guess it's a bit cliche, but it's all sort of Bron had growing up, whereas Bronny, like, he's growing up. The son of a fucking billionaire. Yeah, yeah. He could do whatever mm-hmm. he wants. He could do whatever he wants. <laughs> he doesn't need to be good at basketball. Yeah. So yeah. if he even just gets like close to it, that's pretty mm. impressive. Because yeah, okay. he probably don't even want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just Bronway appreciating him. Fuck my old man, man. He's just making me do this job, <laughs> yeah. man. Play for the Lakers, yeah. man. This sucks. Plays one one game, man, and he just retires. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would make a lot of Twitter. Sure. <laughs> um, just quickly before we move to the next trade I think um, all of you boys really summed it up there uh, Dame has to be built around properly I think by all the talk that we talk like if for Portland to do anything and yeah just bust it up and see what they can put together but it has to be the right fit for Dame mm. so we'll see what happens what can they do yeah yeah what can they do who are you going to get there yeah 
We'll move on to, or Jarkel, your team, the Cavs. They get Karis Levert from the Pacers. Uh, ship out Rubio. Oh. Yeah, who, he's out for the rest of the season. Um, three picks, two. Uh, goes gets him back to the Pacers. Um, a night, uh, second round pick next year by Houston. So that, that's decent. Um, yeah, a long one in the future from Utah and a lottery protected first rounder. So, yeah, what do you think for Cleveland, man? How does Levert fit into this team? I, I think he has yeah. to be used in certain ways for them personally. Yeah, he's just going to be that scorer in the playoffs, I reckon. Especially if Sexton can't get back, then yeah, we're going to need like someone who can just get a bucket. But yeah, I like it just because it's an absolute steal. Like, I can't believe. I feel like yeah, they just traded that for nothing. That's another yeah. player I swear they could have got more for. Surely, they really mm. we, we traded an injured player. Yeah, but maybe Levert's injury history himself was a bit of a, mm. a bit of yeah, a put off for things. Yeah, that's true. If that's all they could get, yeah, then yeah, no, nah, that's amazing for us because yeah, we we feel like. That just feels like we're actually trying to win this year. That's what I like about it. Like they really mm. pulled their trigger straight away, no care about the injury history, and just we'll go for it. Mm. Yeah, if we get six and back too, like we're gonna have a lot of buckets that we can actually get and come playoff time because they they're real scorers. Yeah, and you guys are legit defensively now too. Yeah, legit, legit. Yeah. Mm. What a quick turnaround, man. What a like. Mm. I mean, I wasn't when. You signed Markin and I was like, nah, but hum ha. I know Aiden. <laughs> was, yeah. yeah, so Aiden, was I. <laughs> yeah. But Aiden was, you liked it. So um, I did. I did. What's crazy is that we've worked like through the whole season with so much different things. Like the, the beginning of the season when we were winning, we were doing like the weird zone with three seven footers mm-hmm. and it was working. And then, and then all of a sudden, you know, we have a few injuries and then no matter who we put in, we just played pretty well. We've Man, just played it. like, Pretty good it, the whole season. It it helps when you've got like a all generational type defender at Mobley, <laughs> and then yeah, you've man. got like a rim protecting big like Allen. It so yeah. helps on D like that. You can basically chuck out like the Sexton and Garland thing was a non-issue in the beginning yeah, of the year because because he, he got those got, two. Got fucking KG 2.0 and <laughs> and and Afro Gobert at the back like. Fucking, <laughs> it, it, it's fine. Like you can do and that even sort of thing. Like Akoro is a wing defender too. Yeah, bro, he's so yeah. good. At def- so the good. the versatility of your defense. Like I was watching the Sixers play them. I think it was Sunday, and just some of the shit they were doing on defense was just amazing. Eh, like just watching yeah. them move, and they just wouldn't. Like we got a big on them, and they just wouldn't give up, man. I was like, fuck off, just hurry <laughs> up and just give up already. You got to lose, but like, nah, they. I really like them. Eh? Those yeah. two, they're like. You got to keep those two together. Yeah. Long. Nah, if Hughes didn't get Harden, I was I was saying that I would love to see us year in the playoffs because yeah, I felt like we would just throw stuff at Joel so much. But now with Harden, it's a different story. But, but in saying that, with those two there, my boy dropped 40, 14, and yeah, yeah, just had to slip it in there. But yeah, enough. Yeah. Those two, man, I so like, especially Mobley, he's like fucking so good on D already. Yeah. Jack he's like L, a, um, KG, KG and KD, bro. He's a weird yeah. mix. Yeah, that is. What do you think? How are they going to use Levert? Like, what's the what's the fit with him and Garland? Like, do you think Levert yeah, will be a bit of a ball stopper for you? Will you I, I see him as a, more of a six-man type guy, like when Garland get, hits the bench. Yeah, I hope, he, I hope he comes off the bench. 
Because yeah. yeah, I feel like we've we've got our starting lineups that we've like seen work quite good. So yeah, I wouldn't like him to come in because yeah, he can be a bit of a ball stopper because yeah, he's just a walking bucket. That's how I see him. Mm. Like he he gave the Lakers like what forty this year as well. Like he can he can just score. Yeah, he's a he... real underrated finisher, eh? Too. Mm. Yeah, he's a bit um. I I didn't realize like he like his efficiency is pretty low. Like I didn't realize. Yeah. I, I thought it wasn't you know wasn't as low as it could be. And then watching him like trying to fit in with the Pacers stuff, like the off ball. He like when they try and play him off ball, he looks real clunky. Like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem like he fits. And I don't know if he's gonna start with Garland. Like I want personally, I would love Garland to have the ball in his hands like well, all, all the time. Yeah. All, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd st- or you'd either start him off the bench or you'd stagger it somehow. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a weird fit for me. Yeah, yeah. He's not a, like a like he he looks terrible catching the ball just spot up shooting. Like mm. it does not look comfortable in that sense. He needs the ball. So yeah, I hope he just comes off the bench and we start whoever else like whoever else because everyone else just does does well off the ball with Garmin. Mm. But he he definitely would funk that up. Mm. Just off the bench, fifteen minutes in the playoffs, like get a bucket. Mm. But, yeah, because yeah, his but... his passing's pretty underrated too. Like he's always been a really yeah. good passer. Yeah. Mm. So oh, I like I was, that. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think but, yeah, he, he, he's definitely got to come off the bench. I, and he's played three games for the Cavs, and he's only started one. So I think that is their intention. Yeah. Mm. Um, but he, yeah, he has to. Like you, you can't mess up the Garland's thing. You know. Yeah. And I also, think they let I him think, start I against think, Pacers. Eh? They let him start against the Pacers. Oh, that, sure. that's probably what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, you can put Okoro into the starting lineup, just really run a defensive thing. Or I think yeah. they've been starting Dean Wade. Yeah, 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 because yeah. he's quite mm, he's yeah. quite like versatile to be honest. Mm. Real good shot. It's kind of like a Kevin Love, just linkier Kevin Love, like yeah. his skill set. Yeah, it's no, interesting. It's interesting because I was thinking, again, thinking forward, like, is this move made in terms of, like, insurance just in case of Sexton's restricted free agency? Like, if someone comes over the top with a big fucking offer, do Mm. they just, like, oh, fuck, we can't keep him. At least we've got Levert here now, you sort of thing, because, like, I'm sure someone's going to pay. I'll try and get Sexton. Like, he's a known commodity in the league, you know, 24, 25-point scorer every night. So someone will try and grab him. I think yeah, efficient I too for a small guard. Mm. Yeah. I'm actually surprised. Like I, I would like to know what their plan is when he gets back. Yeah, I, I don't know if he does start anymore. Mm. I really don't know. Nah, I, I, I think he's gone, man. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But and I think yeah, I think Twain touched on it with Levert there. Just that was the extra yeah, bloody. Well, yeah, they reckon he's going to get back before the playoffs. So interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Mm. Apparently our doctors are bloody magic now or something. Off to Germany or something. We've got some players to return really fast. It's been weird. Mm. But we'll see. Like if he gets back before the playoffs, like yeah, do they start him? Because I feel like Garland just dominating the ball is definitely the wave. That's the best way to go. Yeah, Mm. he's like unbelievable. It's working. Turned him into an all star. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. On the Pacers side, though, it was a good deal for them. You know they. I, they, I heard that they wanted two first rounders, but obviously that was going to be a stretch. But they That's came pretty damn yeah, yeah, essentially what they got. And then taking back someone like Ricky Rubio, 
who in a Rick Carlisle offense, like mm. I'm pretty like if I'm a Pacers fan, I'll be pretty excited at the thought of him and uh, Tyrese, you know, yeah. and Got those McConnell. Yeah, just like yeah. you know, free free guard combo. Yeah, he'll turn them around next year, Baron. Like yeah. he was a, a big reason to why we got good. Mm. He's, actually, he's actually on an expiring voice, so um, yeah, who knows uh, if he ends uh, up uh, really Pace, Pace is good there. Pace is happy to write so Bird rights. Want to bring him. Okay, I'll hang on to him. Yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah. He, he's, he's so valuable, bro. He did, he did all right in Phoenix too before CP3 turned up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not many people liked that move, but it wasn't too bad. Utah as well. He was good in Utah. I think mm. the only thing where he sort of didn't fit was his second stint in uh, Minnesota. Yeah. That was a little bit of an iffy fit. Yeah. Mm. But nothing's really fit there, so it's not really, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not really his fault. Yeah, we're definitely doing better this year. Might be, might be the the Pat Bev thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Resign, resign today, so that is good. Oh, re extension, so that's good. Um, right, well, we'll move on from that one. Uh, speaking of the Blazers, back to the Blazers again. They trade CJ McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., Tony Snell to the Pels, for, and they get Josh Hart, Sadoransky, uh, NAW, who ends up. Moving on one day later, and Didi Lozada, who did same, play same with uh, Sadoransky as well. well. That's right. Mm. And Lozada, who was playing in the NBL not too long ago. Yeah, and they traded Larry as well. Man, Larry's yep. good too. Uh, I yeah. think Larry's going to be out for the rest of the season, I think. Oh, I saw goodness. he's opting in for surgery. I, I'm pretty sure for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, I read. I think I read that. <laughs> um, so players. I suggested in the off-season that the Pels go for CJs. It's funny, but it was for Ingram. Um, now, obviously, things have changed. No Zion. And, for a lot less than that. A lot, <laughs> lot less. I like, I like it for the Pels. It's, they have to try and win. And even though I like guys like Josh Hart, they needed to get some veterans in there. I think Nance can provide something for him once he gets healthy. Alongside mm. Zion, I like that. And Snell's just a decent backup piece, you know, like someone gets injured and stuff, like he's going to be serviceable. But I like CJ running this team, and once Zion gets back, CJ can play off the ball quite a bit too. Mm. So mm. I, I just like CJ, and I like him as a teammate too. He He's he's a smart guy, you know, head of the players, you know, think, well, he's, he's going to do all that sort of stuff, and... I just think he's a right guy to have there with Zion. And mm. the Pals need to do everything they can to try and keep Zion. <laughs> oh, because yeah. he's walking, man, if, if they don't do shit. So mm. to me, I, I like this. Um, Josh Hart, I think they'll miss a bit. Uh, but but I like it for the Pals. Um, mm. Aiden, I'll go to you first on this one, bro. Um, mm. Yeah. what? Obviously, the, the Blazers blowing it up again. Yeah. So, yeah, again, it's sort of the the whole thing of, um, I think, the Blazers. I don't know. The thing is, I don't know if they could have got more for CJ on his own. Maybe maybe something a little better, but it would be more of a, a lateral move. But throwing in Nance seemed a bit unnecessary. Yeah. Um, like, I, I think there was, like, Nance, his, his numbers don't jump off the page, but he's he's a very good, very versatile player. Um, that can, a winning, that winning can, player. 
yeah, that can that can help a lot. And he is only on nine mil for next year. So like if you are trying to build something with Dane, like Nance would be a good guy to have coming off the bench. And if he misses the rest of this year, Portland's not going anywhere this year. So it seems weird that they threw him in as well. Mm. Um, I do think Josh Hart will help them again if if they are serious about trying to win. Very good defender, uh, good rebounder for a guard. Very and, good rebounder. Um, his two games in Portland, he's scored a fuck ton. Like he scored, I think, 22 and 27 in his two games, something like yeah. that. Heaps of rebounds so, too. Yeah. yeah, so like, I, I do like Josh Hart going there, but for the price of CJ and Nance, I think it's it's a bit, a bit much. Um, mm. For the Pals, I, I do like the idea of them trying to win because blowing it up, you're going to upset Zion and he's going to fuck off. Um, and the... I was reading a couple of little things about it earlier and a potential starting lineup of CJ, Herb Jones, Ingram, Zion, Valanciunas is, is pretty, uh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, mm. And then you have like Devonte coming off the bench and Nance when he gets back healthy. But it, it, I, I don't think it, that's a championship level team, but I think it's a pretty solid squad. Mm. It's a close to 500 squad, at least like, You've yeah. got to get, get Zion into the plane at least, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Twain? Yeah, um, I really like Josh Hart. Like, I, I think it was, you know, obviously you've got to give up something to get something, but I just would have, me personally, I, I think he's a winning player, like um, Jarkel mentioned. Like, you need those type of guys on your team and, mm. like, giving him up, you know, just for you know the defensive trade off is going to be massive but obviously the offensive you know trade up is going to be big as well getting a proven 20 plus point scorer a game but just a lot of money to take on for me like what's he, what's cj 30 30 something 30 something yeah. yeah for for a two guard you know a smallish two guard that like he's fine but i don't think he's like necessarily moving the needle Per se, like, like I, I don't think. Put it this way, I don't think Zion's looking at it and going, "Yeah, I'm definitely staying now." We've got CJ McCollum. Like, it's, it, like to me, it just felt like a bit of a, you know, sideways move. Um, it reminded me a lot of the AD situation in New Orleans, where they tried to just get all these different random people in, like Ryan Anderson. Um, fucking, they had Drew in there for a while. Um, they tried all these different things to appease him, but ultimately, it didn't work. And I think. For Pelicans fans and New Orleans, I think sadly this is where it's just going to end up for Zion. I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's hanging around. Even if you're making all these moves, I just, I don't know. I just don't see him hanging around. Yeah, it's interesting to see what else they could have got back for that package mm. that they gave up. Mm. It's um, I mean, it's the best they could guards, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably the best they could do, but like I just. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, that's taking on CJ's money and, you know, he's not really, it's not really a needle, you know, needle mover in, in, that, in that sense, but they had to do something. They had to do that. Like they had to, they couldn't just not do anything. I understand why they did it. It's yeah. just something that I, I personally wasn't a big fan of. Yeah. I suppose I'm like, as long as they use Devontae off the bench, because I don't like CJ yeah. Devontae yeah. starting together, yeah. but yeah. I'd, I'd want to see, like, when Dame was out and CJ 
ran the show in Portland. Like he mm. was really good, and I think his playmaking was underutilized. Obviously, with a guy like Tame, it's going to be like mm. it's it's not like he was hard done by. But I think he mm. can be used. I think he's got the smarts to run it more like a point guard here. So, yeah. And with Zion, if Zion comes back, like Zion yeah. can basically run that shit too. Yeah, Zion's mm. really underrated passer. Yeah, he's really he's good. Hasn't hasn't really had an opportunity because he was playing on teams with like Lonzo and stuff. Mm. So. It'll be interesting because yeah. I I don't know if um him and Jonas work together like they operate in the same sort of spaces. That's, that's the one thing, yeah. Yeah, and if, but, you know if the, if they're gonna hang, maybe they try and move Jonas for maybe another wing or a stretch yeah. four or something and let because Zion was at his best when he was. When he had the ball, and he was center, basically going yeah. downhill. And if yeah, Jonas is there, it's going to clog it up. Yeah, and that's why when he's back, you like Larry Nance will be a really good addition to this team. Mm. Like you, you sort of keep Jonas for when you play like the Embiid's and and shit like that. And mm. then for the smaller teams, which is the majority of teams, you can run a Larry Nance at center. Yeah, and he's yeah. a versatile defender, so I think it, I think that would work quite well but yeah i don't know how much this moves them yeah. but i i i i i respect them going for it Aaron yes. zion's off to the knicks bro he's going to the knicks he's going to go play with his his mates yeah yeah i reckon that was already planted years ago they've probably already talked about it so i feel he, like unless they, unless they got like a superstar out of the blue he, he won't stay <laughs> yeah, it was New York was talking it up when he was getting drafted. I mean, before I mean before the lottery odds went against them. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bit of karma, a bit of karma from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, so um, then we'll move on to the next trade after that one. And who we got next on the board? We'll skip the big one. Well, this this is a pretty big one, um, but unexpected too. You seeing this guy moved? Most of the league very high on this guy, Tyrese Halliburton, to the Pacers, along with Buddy Hield and Tristan Thompson, and the Kings get back Samantha Sabonis. Um, oh, my website just decided to change page there for some reason. Uh, uh Jeremy Lamb, Justin Holiday. Yeah, those guys. Jeremy Lamb. <laughs> Some throw-ins and the second rounder. Jarkow, what do you think of this trade, man? Crazy. That was the end. easily the craziest move. See it I coming? Think, I think for a while. Yeah, no, nah, no one could have, could have seen it coming. I've seen his quote about he was heartbroken, gave all his trust to, to the Kings. But that's such a Kings thing to do soon. Yeah, I don't know if anyone could fully give their trust to the Kings organization. <laughs> Jesus. It's yeah. a bit delusional there if he did. <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's such a it's a weird one, but like hey, like Sabonis is still really good, but yeah, it's I don't know what the all the other plans are, but they clearly really love D Fox, so I wonder if it was just the fact that they couldn't actually move Fox and Halliburton was you know, he was the guy that people were after and to after, make a yeah. move they had to they had to ship Halliburton instead. But mm-hmm. they couldn't keep could they have kept both of them and made made it work? Like, yeah, I don't think so. I think one of them had to go. I thought it would have been Fox, to be honest. If I was yeah. The other one. Swain, it's, what do you think? 
it's fucking dumb. Like it, like if, <laughs> like it, you, it's fucking dumb. Like it's, you only. Why would you trade your only like legitimate? Like he's probably one of the top under twenty five players going in the league. Like you could see when Fox was out that how fucking good he was. Good he was. Yeah. He, he was so good. And then like his first game as a pacer, he fucking dropping dimes, shooting threes, like everything that you need from your point guard, he could do. His second game was even better too. Yeah. Like his run as a pacer has already gone on to be <laughs> awesome. And it's just like, okay, cool. You know, let's pair Demarta Sabonis who operates in the space in the post where he needs really good cutters and really good shooters out there to make sure he can get those passes out. But no, nah, we don't have any more shooters. We, We've only got De'Aaron Fox here who can't shoot a, for a lick. It, it just goes back to like everything that the, the Sacramento Kings have done the last 15 or 20 years or so. Just everything they've done is wrong. Like yeah, everything, yeah. They just don't seem to be able to do the right thing. And it just at some point, do the NBA step in and be like, <laughs> like fucking sort your shit out or we're gonna like we're gonna fucking take the team away from you like they veto the trade yeah, send you to <laughs> fucking seattle send you to seattle you like you can't fucking do this to your fans anymore like they, the fans are probably on suicide watch like it's such a dumb move like i just couldn't and then on top of that they fucking you know give they give up buddy healed as well who would have worked perfectly <laughs> with um mm-hmm. The bonus. What's the bonus? And he would have worked fine, but nah, let's give him up as well. It's like they they're fucking dumb. They're so dumb. It's unbelievable that they gave up Tyrese Halliburton. He's gonna be an all-star next year or the year after. He's gonna be so good. Just watch the space, man. He's gonna be really good for the paces. Yeah, well him and Brogdon too. Like he's a better Brogdon. Just I mean, Brogdon maybe be better defensively, but Two really smart guys now that they can build around. Um, mm. And then Miles Turner, and... Duarte, TJ Warren, like everyone gets healthy. The Pacers will get back to the playoffs in no time. It's just, and then like another point I just forgot to mention is like the fact that you didn't trade Rashawn Holmes. Like what? What are you going to do with him? He's mm-hmm. just going to, he doesn't fit alongside Sabonis. Like it's just dumb. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> yeah, because not many people were talking about the healed aspect of this too. Like, yeah, Buddy Healed was talked like one of the most sought after guys in a trade. Like he's a piece half a season ago. Like yeah, yeah, Healed was just throw him in with it. <laughs> healed it's... Halliburton, Warren, um, Duarte, Miles Turner. Isaiah the, the Jackson. That's a nice. That's a nice core, Brogdon. Like that's a really nice core. Flipped it around pretty quickly, the Pacers, haven't they? They always do. They're so smart. They're the opposite of the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> always in the playoffs, man, man. The Kings are never in the playoffs. So, yeah, so fucking dumb. I, I'm not too sure. Of the, like, a lot of people are talking about the Fox and Sabonis fit, like, is mm. really good. I'm not so sure about that. It's not good. I don't think it is good at all. Like, yeah, like you need... Needs Sabonis for four out like ideally for a Sabonis offense, you would want him in the post and then have four shooters around. Like he so he can make his passes and he can, you know, give the water cutters. But with the Kings, it's just like, you know, Harrison Barnes just just he's all right. You know, De'Aaron Fox is like not a good shooter, and then just the rest of their team is just it's just rubbish. It's not a good fit for him. 
Yeah, like I can't see Box like just dominating a pick and roll with Sabonis or anything like that. I think, yeah, as you say, like Sabonis is you sort of play him like a poor man's Embiid. And, well, Jokic, uh, yeah, yeah, Jokic. yeah, like he's got some passing skills and stuff, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I like Sabonis, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, yeah, Kings are Kings are being Kings. Mm, uh, nothing Aiden, new. Any thoughts on this one? Yeah, you guys covered it. Eh? Like, I will admit, the first game Sabonis played for the Kings, him and Fox looked really good together. But I think today was sort of a crash back down to reality, mm. um, where they just had nothing working. And that that's the thing is, like, if if Sabonis is being defended well, then you know Fox like that clogs the paint, and then Fox can't do his thing, and it just fucks them up completely. Um, mm. Yeah. On on the other hand, like moving Halliburton, yeah, like Twain's a fucking idiotic man. Like in his two games for the Pacers, Halliburton has. 45 points, 22 assists to only nine turnovers, and he shot 16 of 29 from three in two games. He's so <laughs> dumb. So fucking dumb. He's a franchise and, cornerstone. You shouldn't give yep. him up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then you got, you know, the Buddy Heald thing, although he has shot terribly since coming to Indiana. Um, just went one of 13 in the last game from three. So, but he'll he'll find his shot. Um, Lover for Indiana. As much as I like Sabonis, I don't like it for Sacramento in the slightest. Um, mm. Like like I get you know they're going for the play in and yeah cool. But what's the ceiling on on this? It's play in. That's the ceiling. <laughs> and you just traded like a future all star for that. It's fucking you stupid. Look at, you look at the. You look at the uh, trade that we're going to be talking about coming up soon with uh, KP and Dinwiddie. Like, could they have offered like Fox for KP and then kept Halliburton? That would have been if they were going for the play-in. Mm. That would have made much more sense because yep. at least KP can you know shoot threes and protect the rim to some extent. Sabonis, oh, he's just he's offense. That's it. Like he offers you nothing on the defensive end or nothing good anyway. Um, it's it's again. It's just another dumb dumb move. Like the NBA's got to step in at some point. I half jokingly <laughs> saying it, but like surely, like you can't keep. Doing it is. It surely they're going to have something mean for it. Like, yeah, so something good. like something good. Like nothing. What they like? Yes, Sabonis was an all star, but it doesn't move the needle. Like it's such a dumb move. Set up the Vic in Las Vegas or something, doing something stupid. King sound like their whole management just looks at the box score. I swear to God, because they seen Sabonis' numbers and they thought they were getting prime boot or something. Well, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, this is the same franchise that said that Nick Stauskas was going to be like Steph Curry. So yeah, <laughs> yeah so can't expect and too much out of them. Thought playing four on five defense was a good idea as well. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. yeah, they're. They don't watch the games. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah, team yeah. that drafted Marvin Bagley over fucking Lucas. Maybe they do some some cast on bloody 2K. Yeah. <laughs> they won a championship with Sabonis. That's why they traded for him. Yeah. It does feel like a 2K trade because it, it's <laughs> yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah. 
it's one of those random ones you do. Yeah. Um, and I so I read something as well where apparently when they first started talking, um, the Pacers asked for Halliburton straight away, understandably, and the King said no. They're like, no, no, we're not moving him. He's untouchable. Thirty minutes later, they traded him. I, I don't. Do you know if yeah. the, anyone from the Kings organizations come out and gave in a reason why they moved them? No, I haven't nah. seen anything. Yeah, fuck, I wouldn't be facing the press after that either. <laughs> they lost a bit. <laughs> Fucking stupid, man. Maybe they do uh, papers versus rock and behind the scenes you don't even know. They might just be playing some weird-ass rich games on everyone. It's it's just like we clown them all the time for their terrible draft picks, right? Like, you know, Willie Cauley-Stein <laughs> at 6, um, fucking Jason Thompson at 11. Uh, fuck, all, wow. all these guys they've, they've, all these guys that they've picked, and then they finally hit on one in the, in the lottery of all places. Like, they got a really good mm. one. Everyone can see that he's going to be a good one. And then 12 Big months later, he's gone. When yeah, Ben McLemore. He was like, yeah. <laughs> like what? they finally hit one and then they move him off. This so is a good, a good segue because we've got a number two pick from the Kings here. They got moved ahead, one ahead of uh, Luka Doncic. Uh, Marvin Bagley finally gets moved to the <laughs> two more Pistons. <laughs> uh, another. Another way they handled that situation brilliantly as well. Like let's <laughs> let's keep the let's keep the king's slander. Well, it's actually deserved slander going. Um, maybe this one isn't as bad, but they get back in a fourteen trade. They get back Stephen Chenzo from the Bucks, Lyles and Josh Wonderful. from the Pistons. <laughs> um, also involving the Clippers, who get Rodney Hood and Semi Ojale from the Bucks, um, and a Barker from the Clippers goes to the Bucks, and with two second round picks, and yeah, going back to Marvin Bagley going to Detroit. Well, let's keep the Kings talk going here. Yeah, what are they up to? I mean, they they've had their eyes on Vincenzo <laughs> for a while. They up to? <laughs> what are they up to, man? Like. So, oh, Trey Lyles is basically uh, another point. Like, I, like he's actually he's actually played okay for the Pistons. Like he can hit a few threes, he can do a bit of this and that. But I don't know, man. Like How Josh Jackson's been poor for us this year. Like yeah, it's another big. Does he put alongside Sabonis? No. Is he going to be the backup five? No. Mm-hmm. No, they got Metu and Holmes and Damian Jones and Alex Lynn. It doesn't make sense. Like, DiVincenzo, they obviously gave their offer sheet to uh, last offseason. Now they snag him. That was Maybe the botched trade for Bogdanovich. Another fuck-up. They botched the Bogdanovich thing. So dumb. Okay, Kings is, is just dumb. Continue dumb. <laughs> what, do we think of, what do we think of the Bucks getting Serge Ibaka for... For Hood and Ojale. I mean, Hood and Ojale had been pretty shit this year, so it was a good pick. I like it. I like it. I, 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 like don't, I don't mind pick. it. I don't mind I like it. it. Yeah, like, mm. you're giving away three guys who haven't worked out. I mean, DiVincenzo could have been something, but, you know, you're trying to win now. You don't have time for him to figure his shit out. Send him to fucking Sacramento. Um, and then, <laughs> he's yeah, gonna, yeah, he's got to figure it out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, Hood and Ojale are whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Surge, like, especially because it sounds like Brooke Lopez ain't coming back this year. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. No, I, I like Surge. I 
hope he can stay healthy. Um, you know, the man's like 46 years old. But, um, yeah, he, he provide good veteran leadership, good minutes off the bench. Mm. They were at their best last year when they were versatile with their bigs. Like, they could move Giannis to the center or they could, you know, bring Lopez back to center and Giannis to power forward. Mm. Um, and I think they're bringing Ibaka in and helps in that certain aspect. Like, they can be, be a bit versatile, especially against... Like when they play the Embiid's, the Adebayo, you know, yeah. the team, yeah, Vucevic, like the teams that they're going to have to face in the East, you know, because that's going to be a gauntlet come playoff time. Um, they're going to have to have that versatility, especially in the front line, just to allow Giannis to have a little bit of a breather when he needs a rest, but also just offer some different lineup variations. So I yeah. do like it in that sense. Um, I am a bit concerned that they have so much faith in Wesley Matthews. Like, even at this advanced age, like, yeah, DiVincenzo was enough, like, he's not, he's all right, but at least, at least he was, like, a young, you know, younger legs, whereas, I don't know if you're asking Wesley Matthews to play 30 minutes in a tight playoff game in a game seven or whatever, that's necessarily yeah, no, ideal. For that, yeah, yeah, it's not ideal, like, you'd rather have someone mm-hmm. with younger legs there, so that's my only concern on the Bucks oh, side. They'll have some deadly lineups, though, like, like a Drew Middleton, a Bobby, then Giannis and Ibaka or something like that. Like, oh, Connaughton, yeah, yeah. They would have like that's still so much spacing, but like so much size. Mm. Like, yeah, they got a. I don't know. They they definitely got better because yeah, mm. Ibaka's still pretty good. He's mm. just got to get like more healthy, but yeah, that'll mm. be that'll be scary. The, I reckon. The, the only, Here you go, mate. I was just gonna say the only issue again is that. They just moved three players for one and a yeah. guy who's often injured. And last season, their issue was depth in the playoffs. That it, mm. Obviously, it worked out for them in the end. But, you know, it, it takes one injury to derail stuff. And, um, yeah. yeah, also, you gotta you got to rely on a, on a white boy who likes to fucking injure people. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess the buyout, sure. buyout market hey. will come into place. With, yeah, yeah, it's a good so. point. Yeah. Dragic, talkers of Dragic. Um, Paddy mm. C2 with a uh, fractured hand, I think. Uh, mm. He won't be back for a little while, too. So, it would be a massive back, loss. Yeah. yeah. Shooting the lights out this year. Yeah. Grayson Allen, a lot of reliance on him, too. So, oh my gosh. Fuck that dude. Yeah. Um, Abaka's been there and done that in the playoffs. So, I mean, obviously mm. winning a trip to Toronto, mm. all the runs of OKC. Like, he's been around. He's, He's smart. Still, he's not as good defensively as what he used to be. Yeah, he's still got the smart. Still be solid. Yeah. 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 Mm. Next to Giannis, he'll look fucking freaky because Yanni makes bloody all of these players look amazing on defense. Yeah. So. Mm. I think a nice calm presence too if he played him with Portis too, and, and two bigs that can yeah. spread the floor. So. Mm. Yeah, because Bobby's quite like he's become real versatile. Like I never yeah. really used to like him, but my I, God, I like Bobby a lot. Ball. I've been liking him since the Chicago days. He yeah, when he punched out Mertich. Punch, punch Mertich in the face. Anyone that does that gets, gets my respect. <laughs> if, anyone, if anyone had the best, oh, like the, I feel like the team that made out best was your team, Kyle. Like getting a high-end, you know, draft pick from a few years ago that's just hit, was in a bad situation, probably a distressed asset, and then coming to your team just, you know, on the cheap, like, 
you guys oh, probably made out the best. Yeah, made if, out best you know, out of all of it. Getting that king stank off him might just unlock something. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, see, yeah, I see. I reckon he's the Like he's like he seems like such a mean player when you just think about his attributes. But yeah, you can't you can't hold him against like being bad at the kings. I don't think mm. you can yeah, do that. You got to give him a player. chance outside of the kings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, for us, you know, like two role players for yeah. for that chance, you know, yeah. offensively, Bagley, we've seen it. He's he's got the shot. He can score on the post. It's if he can get his well, yeah, get out of the fucking kings and get his mentality <laughs> right. Mm. I mean, you know, we've got guys there like Casey. I, I question Casey a lot in our rotations and stuff, but he's still a coach that a lot of people respect. Like our front office too. There's a bit of, we're getting a bit of traction finally with Troy Weaver. Like, people are wanting to, to play there. Obviously, Jeremy Grant coming in two off-seasons ago, like, wanting to come and play for us. Mm. So, I think there's the right guys around, like, a Bagley there too. Like, we're, we're trying to get good workers, humble dudes, you know. We, we don't want any shitheads with Detroit, and that's a sort of underrated thing that's going to come into fruition, hopefully. Like, having a leader like Cage, like, just to get... Like, he reminds me of LeBron, like, coming in real young and just head on his shoulders, man, just got it together. So so maybe it's the spot for Bagley to really, really improve. I hope to see him just come off the bench and start. And what, you only gave up Trey Lyles. And, yeah, mm-hmm. Lyles and Josh and Jackson. Josh Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. For a distressed uh, asset, like, I'm always a big fan of, like, teams that go and find distressed assets from other shitty organizations and then bring them in like the Pistons did really well getting you know fucking got 80 cents of the dollar on that deal with Bagley they didn't even give up anything of note yeah just gave up um what's that Carl Anderson's old dad <laughs> they play <laughs> yeah. exactly the same yeah slow as shit <laughs> slow no, man still bro I reckon that's a steal like he's yeah. still got mean potential like especially with a, yeah, a young young team but like actually plays hard like your team actually does play hard, so get him in there. Um, yeah, it, I've seen uh, Dwayne Casey compare him to Christian Wood, who who Dwayne Casey also gave a chance to, and mm. he's now like borderline all starish. You know, like yeah. you could, you wouldn't no, be surprised if he made an all star team in the future. And yeah, so if if he unlocks Bagley the same way he sort of unlocked Christian Wood, then yeah, this is a total win. Uh, I saw. I watched a couple of little highlights of of his because Bagley made his debut today. Um, ran ran a good pick and roll with Killian Hayes, um, and then yeah, Corey Joseph missed him on a couple of plays because it's Corey Joseph. But... That's that's one of my Dwayne Casey questions yeah. right there. But yeah, carry on. <laughs> yeah, so um, like the the use it looks already. It's one game. He played twenty minutes. I think he had like ten points as well. Ten points. Yeah. In. 10 points, 10 points, 8 points in 21 yeah. minutes. Three offensive boards as well. So mm. like, he, he came in with you know good energy and looked to be being used in the right way. So I, I think, like, and if you miss out, like, you didn't give up fuck, you know? Like, if, if it doesn't work yeah. out, then who cares? You yeah. let him move on. People exactly. forget, eh, man? Like, he won, like, he was voted the college basketball's best player ahead mm. of Aiton and Trey Young in 18. Yeah. Like, there was a reason why people were, like, high on him. Like, there was talk of him going number one. Like, yeah. before the, yeah. you know, yeah, all this. There was huge talk about him. So, it's like, I'm still high on his potential. And it's not like injuries have derailed 
him or you know anything oh it's just a shitty situation Bro, the king's chose yeah. fucking guards year after year over him That's rubbish why. guards yeah rubbish guards couldn't get him the ball mm. so you know with someone like Cade, like i fully i've pretty pretty confident that he will get back to what he was doing like when his rookie season because he had some moments in his rookie season really good i think too i think he can really improve defensively like it's mm. there mm. i i like you see those you know those instincts going up to block a shot it's there mm. so yeah right system hopefully and yeah yeah as you guys say man i'm i'm pretty stoked actually that we got him um, twenty three next season, just about turn twenty three. So plenty of time for the big man. Good move. Uh, right, we'll move on. Uh, Thad Young for Dragic. Dragic is going to be bought out most likely from the Spurs. Uh, Thad Young wasn't doing anything with the Spurs, so off to Toronto he goes. There's another sort of two way big forward slash wing. They've got so many up there. A lineup of them. Um, yeah, just chuck them. Let me have another one. Um, yeah, and and those starters with Toronto, man, they need they need a bit of break. Is Nick Nurse the next bloody Thibs? Like just playing the shit out of them. So yeah, he's running like Pascal's like you know Pascal's been playing minutes. Fucking play. The reason why he's been getting all his numbers is because he's fucking playing almost the whole game. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Hey, it's working though. He's he's been playing mm. really good. Uh, so yeah, nice, nice little trade there. Any, any comments? Dragic, maybe mm-hmm. Bucks, maybe on a buyout. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know the Lakers are like fucking gagging for him. I don't, it's I nice. don't see him going. I don't see him going. I think he goes to like probably a higher chance of winning because that's unless he just goes back to Miami. Always I don't know possible. if they need him, but he was like literally seen at Heat games when he was on the Raptors roster, which I think is pretty fucked up to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Um, Dallas, okay. Dallas were a, were a team as well, but they just got Dinwiddie, so I don't know if they have a need for him now. Um, but Bucks make a lot of sense. They I would, like they Boston. Would I would, I would say yeah. Boston because they need that's, a backup guard. I mean, like Pritchard. Pete Richards. No, he's, I don't know. The Hornets need you'd... a point guard, but I don't think he's. Yes. No, I think we're too low down the standings. But I, I would, wouldn't mind if the Hornets may have played him. But I, I yeah, see. I, I yeah. like that. I like that. Mm. So do I. Hornets. Yeah. You don't no, need a point guard. You got trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is trees a uh, good passer? <laughs> I don't think yeah. that's a good passer. and he's double teamed. Yeah. Man, you guys are sleeping on that pick and roll him and Lou Williams had a couple <laughs> of years ago, man. That was deadly. Like, if Dragic was to go there and, you know, play on the bench, you know, with trees, like, get his, get his numbers up. Like, I could see it working. Yeah, yeah. It did, but on the clubs it did work. It was a mm. second, second, um, second unit bloody rotation in the league, I think. Yeah, yeah, that league will win. Um, okay, we'll move. Uh, Celtics we were talking about before. They get Derek White from the Spurs. Mm. They send off Josh Richardson, Romeo Langford, and uh, Freedom. First Freedom. Pick. I think Freedom was in the other in the trade. Houston. Oh, he got traded with nothing. Daniel Tice. Uh, so yeah, two trades we can talk about. Daniel Tice comes back to Boston uh, for Schroeder, Freedom, and Fernando. So yeah, I mean, obviously Derek Watts the best player out of all that lot. Um, I I think he's a really good fit next to Brown and mm. Tatum. 
He, he's mm. real he's, underrated move. Yeah, I think it was a steal. Yeah, he's not a traditional point guard, but he's going to get the ball moving to those guys. Like, mm. and he can play off ball. Most importantly, like, yeah, he's replacing he's, Schroeder too. So like, that's Schroeder's good with the ball, but yeah, without the ball, he's terrible. So, mm. And they and they didn't need someone to like dominate the ball like that. Yeah, exactly. White's real good. Yeah, oh, White's really good defensively too. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I love this book. I've heard Celtic fans say like Josh Richardson's been playing some really good defense too in this run. Um, but so inconsistent, man, on offense. His shot just it's been looking terrible for years. So I mean, yeah, yeah, why yeah. you can go back to the Philly Philly experiment mm. and that that fucked out pretty bad. So yeah, uh, Langford wasn't. They weren't playing Langford at all. So. And I, I really like this for the Celtics. Mm. Defensively, I like it, but offensively, mm. it's a bit of a bit of a unsure thing. Like he's only hitting thirty-one percent of his threes this year, um, and it's the second year in a row where he hasn't eclipsed the thirty-five mark, which is like generally, if you're a shooter, that's what you're trying to be thirty-five and above. But it mm. might his his shot quality might have been shit anyway on the Spurs. Maybe that that was why. Maybe in Boston with mm. those two guys, maybe with he gets better looks. On, on yeah. Jalen and um, uh, Tatum. Yeah. yeah, but defensively, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a nightmare between him him and Smart. Like they yeah. on the backcourt, they're gonna be pesky as hell. Hard and loose, like me. I think he's a bit of a heat. I think he's a bit of a heater on shooting. A eh? like he's, he's a, he's a full on heat off. check guy. Yeah, mm. he's had a couple of massive games um, this year and last year. Or that playoff run a couple of years back, he was he was on. Yeah, guess the Nuggets too. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah, like mm. he was like killing it. Yeah, yeah. forty. I think forty point game. Yeah, mm. was I think pretty... they went to Game Seven. If I remember, like there was really close first round series. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that move. I like getting Schroeder off the. I just didn't like the Schroeder. Mm. Mm. So yeah, we, yeah. he gets bought out. Do you think he gets bought out? Schroeder, yeah. I think so. Okay. So that's another guy. I think the the um the Bucks might target as a backup, mm. like Schroeder off the bench for the Bucks. I think fits what? really nicely. Such such a good fit. Should have taken their but money, he's, Schroeder. He's he's already he's. I mean, he actually wants to. He likes the Lakers too. So I could see him going back there on the minimum. Mm. Like he he really liked his time in LA, and he said he would have signed there. Or less, yeah. even though he turned down the big extension after all the offers didn't happen, he said he would have gone back to the Lakers, but they moved on by then. Mm. Um, he's already played a game for for the Rockets as well. Oh. Like, did, yeah, yeah, he played. Might have been today or yesterday. He only only got four points, five assists though in eighteen minutes. Mm. Uh, um, and uh, like, it's good that Houston finally have an actual point guard. Um, yes, but <laughs> it's just too bad it's, it's Schroeder and not someone. Um, as as for the other, I I really like both these moves for for Boston. I think Tice got a bit overpaid, but he's a very good, uh, a very good defender. Can hit the three, um, good rebounder, even though he's a little undersized. Um, and they got rid of fucking dickhead, so it's a win. Old Ennis mm. fuckface. <laughs> freedom man, and now yeah, yeah. wants to side him. He's yeah, came out and said. Yeah, it's because he's shit, though. It's not anything with him being yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because he's, he's garbage. Mm. Oh, he's gonna... The Lakers might pick him up, you maybe. <laughs> oh, 
fuck. I don't even think the Lakers are that desperate. <laughs> oh, yeah, LeBron loves them. Imagine if LeBron yeah. brought him on, brought like, him on even, just to be Waterboy or something. I didn't like, even fucking make that connect. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron should do like, that. He should just sign him and then just don't even play him or anything. Sit him on the bench the whole time. No, yeah. he'll, he'll be the starting center for the Sydney Kings in a couple of years, I feel. <laughs> Breakers. Shanghai Sharks. <laughs> yeah, someone. Yeah. It's going to be ironic. He's going to get paid, Kurt, and he'll take his money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad that fuck's gone. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I like the moves Boston made. They're the hottest team in this year, and you know they got better. So. Uh, quick one here, Aiden, to your team. Montrez, obviously, uh, Jack has been bringing up. Uh, Ash Smith and Vernon Carey Jr. move on. Uh, Ash Smith getting traded again, but to a team he's already played for, so he doesn't get that. Played that for just last year as well. Yeah. So... <laughs> If only they moved into a different team that he hadn't played for before, he would have got would have got the record. I think. I think he's sitting on the, the equal amount of teams played for on twelve. So I think he needs to hit the thirteen. Go wish you can do it. New new team next year. <laughs> makes, that makes like remember I was talking to you, Aiden, about how when he played the Lakers and he had the best game of the season for. Yeah, him. yeah, 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 yeah. And now he's off the <laughs> team. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Mon- Montreux Aiden on on the Hornets. What? Yeah, I I've been pretty outspoken about the fact that I don't know what he does. Um, I I think he's been fairly overrated, and he doesn't help our defense in the slightest. Uh, that being said, the price we paid, I'm happy with. Uh, even though we don't have a backup point guard, and I don't think Book Knight should be the backup point guard. I don't think that's his game. And yeah. I think developing a rookie to play something that's not their game is a, is a terrible idea. Um, so I think we need to find a backup point guard in the buyout market. Um, but in Trez, as, as Twain said earlier, like the pick and roll, it's there. And him pick and rolling with fucking Lamello, it should be pretty fucking deadly. Mm. So I, I, as much, I still, I don't know where I'm at with, with Trez, but I don't mind the move. Even though it's not what we actually need, we needed perimeter defense or interior defense, and we got none of that. But the telling price... you, telling you, man, hundred and fifty point games is the way to go. <laughs> um, but the big thing, the big win, I think, for the Hornets here is we didn't go through with the with the trade that was being reported for Yak and Pertle, where we were going to give up PJ Washington, um, Kai Jones, and a first round pick. And I would have been, I would have been, as much as I like Pirtle, I would have been so upset at that trade because it's just just, a a, a gross overpay. Like, people forget we gave up a first round pick to draft Kai Jones as well. So, essentially, you're moving two first round picks Mm. as well as a young rookie, as well as our most versatile defender. So, yeah, no, I'm glad that didn't happen. Um, Yeah, the the Trez move's weird, but for the price, I'm not mad. Right, you'll play alongside him, Plums. Yeah, that, that's, so that's the one thing you shouldn't be doing, though, is, is playing him next to Plumley. Mm. Like, that's, that's, yeah, that's fucking weird. The Barrigo needs to sort that shit out. The energy. Yeah, like energy. yeah Trez is a good energy guy, and I like that. Um, but, yeah, no, don't play him next to him, Plums. Like, we need some fucking spacing. Come on. For sure. Right, uh, Chris Paps. Porzingis. 
finally Luca gets him off his team. Get out of here, fellow Euro. Don't like you. <laughs> Sends him off to Washington for Dinwiddie <laughs> and Bertans. Oh, I don't boy. know if there was, there was any NFTs involved in Dinwiddie's contract there or anything, um, <laughs> or crypto. Uh, Bertans might actually get some playing time and fix his shot because he's been shit and Dinwiddie's been pretty poor too. And I think Porzingis was actually starting to get shit right. So it's sort of strange um, for for these two guys. Like Batan's contract was horrible, and he, he hasn't been doing shit. So I don't know, man. I, I actually thought they could have got something. I like I liked Dinwiddie, but he, he's been poor so far this year. And I think Chris Stapps could have got a little bit more back. Um, maybe the injury stuff too. But uh, yeah, what do you guys think of this one? Mavericks get a big fat F for this. Like, <laughs> fucking fat F. Like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, I know we were grilling the Kings before, but, like, not only do you give up Chris Stapps, like, I understand, you know, him and Luca didn't get on, and, you know, he might be in liability, not being able to be available and whatnot. But, like, you get Spencer Dinwiddie back, and you've, but you've already got Jalen Brunson. Like, it's, who's going to, Oh, it's going to be hilarious when Dinwiddie waves off Luca to get away. I've got the ball. <laughs> it's going to be so funny when he does that. And then on top, of it, on top of that, you take on that horrendous Bertans contract. Like, and he, like, like you said, Carl, like his shots just dried up magically since he got paid. Surprise, surprise. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. such a, it's such a fucking dumb move from Dallas. I don't know what the ideal behind it was or what what they were doing but on the wizard side like i i do like it like they get off the bertans contract and then take a risk on a guy that can you know on his on his day can be a really good number two option but probably at this point probably a better as a number three option but like it's a it's a good move from them and they only owed two years left on his contract so a couple years time they can get off it but yeah it's fucking mavs that's just dumb like i don't understand why why they did that move forward, especially when yeah, you've got I felt, like they were, I felt like they were fucking winning too. I thought like they were pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were do. I think they were Luca was out for a bit and they were mm. still winning. They were still playing mm. pretty well. Yeah, they're still in the good. playoff picture. Like really, like I think they're fifth or sixth or something. Like they're fifth still in it. Fifth in the West. Yeah. Like it's just, uh, I don't yeah, know. Like if Bertans takes minutes off like Finney Smith and fucking Reggie Bullock uh, and that, like, all Bertans does is shoot, and he doesn't do it very well. At all. That's literally all he does. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, like... He would have been better uh, off getting Kyle Kuzma, to be honest. Bring back Steve Novak or something, man. Like, that's what he is. Like, he's... Yeah. Yeah. And as you say, Twain, like, Dinwiddie waving off Luca, like... <laughs> it will happen. Like, Trust me, it will happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Like the ideas of Dinwiddie and Bertans, like, is cool, but they're just not that. Yeah, the idea of it's more appealing than actually it happening. Yeah, they've literally, I mean, who they got as a rim protector now? Like, Porzingis at least did that too. Like, mm. like mm. I like Kleber. I really like Kleber. He's a good glue guy, mm. can do a bit of everything, but like, they're going to be asking it's... a lot of him and Dwight Powell now. But isn't he like, with Kleber, isn't he just like a slightly better version of Bertans, which makes it a redundant oh, yeah. move to bring I, it I a little? 
Yeah. He's a much better okay. defender than Berto. He can rebound. Okay. He, he can part, like he, he's a smart. He's like a he's like a Josh Hart but bigger. Okay. Oh, but yeah, then it's, it's it, it, it just doesn't make sense to bring in Bertans then. Like you said, you know, you've got Cleaver, yeah, you've got Dorian, Dorian Smith, uh, Dwight Powell. Like, got guys there that are already you know playing and playing pretty well. Like, why even bring them in? Like, and take on that money when you could have used that money coming up in the next couple of years when, you know, maybe when Luca starts ascending and starts, you know, getting getting into shape more and everything like that, and they they become a real contender. You could use that money there, and now you're just tied up with all this contract left. He's Bertrand's got another fifty million after this. Oh, year. Fuck, it's fifty million, man. Big fat F, Mavericks, dumb. Yeah. So and I might be the best happened. contract in the league. Sorry, man. It's uh, you're right. It, it's it's definitely up there. I reckon mm. what happened. So there was apparently uh, a trade that nearly happened where Pazingas would have gone to Toronto, but Toronto backed out at the last minute, which would have been Pazingas for Dragic, salary filler, and a first round pick. Um, oh, wow, so I like yeah. that. Yeah, Bob, Bobby yeah. Marks was talking about it on Zach Lowe's podcast, uh, and I think that when that fell through, there wasn't much time left and you know, Dallas were in the let's fucking just trade him camp. Mm. Um, I've seen people say that they moved Porzingis because these two other contracts are more movable. But but I I don't know about Bertans. <laughs> Bertans movable? Really? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So the, I, the Dinwiddie one sort of sort of makes sense. Is there there'd be teams interested in Dinwiddie um, next season? But yeah, the Bertans one, you're not moving that until it's expiring. Or if you give, or if you give someone a first round pick on top to take, it. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Which, is, yeah, it's stupid. Like, this is, this is the worst trade for one team in this. So whole in other words, they're not trying to win this year. Yeah, but the funny thing is, so someone interviewed Jason Kidd and asked them, you know, why they traded Porzingis, and he compared this team to the the title team, and said maybe we just have a star like Luca, and then. A bunch of solid role players that back him up, like oh like fuck it, thing. fuck out it's of like, here, man. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> where's, fuck. Your, where's your Tyson Chandler? Where is your J Kid? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, at, least he, at least he put himself down. <laughs> well, so. Yeah, he comes out of retirement. <laughs> JJ Barea, the LeBron stopper, man. Yeah. Oh, man. So Sean Stevenson comes back on a ten day. <laughs> <laughs> Three and team, maybe. Sean Marion comes back as well. It's like, fuck it, let's rerun it back ten years later. <laughs> yeah, nah, he's he's severely underrating his own team he was on there. Mm. And Dirk had been in the league like twelve years by then. Well, Luke is still what fourth year, so three, yeah, fourth year. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I think I hate this trade for for the for the Bruce. I fucking hate it. So but dumb. I also hate Jason Kidd, so I'm kind of delighted. <laughs> Fuck Jason. Hard. Yeah, but yeah, for Washington, it it's interesting. Like they're trying to because they were big on uh, Sabonis because they're trying to put other stars. I use that term lightly for um around Bradley Beal, and the Sabonis thing obviously fell through. So yeah, uh, they made a play, but. Like they still got a fucking like they got a log jam as well. Like they got Thomas Bryant and Daniel Gafford. Daniel Gafford they just extended and now they're not playing him. Yeah, that's um, weird. Which is which is which is weird. Um, Especially I love from a fantasy team. Come yeah, on. yeah. 
I love Daniel Gafford. I fucking Mitch called him up in the offseason. Go get um, And then for power forwards, they got uh, uh, Kyle Kuzma. They got Rui Hachimura. Uh, you got a, 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 I don't even, I never know how to pronounce his name. Tini Avdia. Yeah, Avdia. Um, who's, I guess, a small forward, but sort of plays a bit power forwardy. Um, they got a lot of guys who play the same position as Pozingas. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think for what you gave up, it's a good fit. Uh, it's just, it's a bit weird. Like, I think one of Bryant or Gafford plus one of Avdia or, or Hachimura have to go in the offseason mm. as well. The Wizards got to blow it up, eight next year. They got to blow it up. They got to blow I, something. They've got a lot of good players. Like, I think with a, a guy like Avdia too, like, they could actually use him as more of a, like a Turkaloo, like a bit of a ball handler. I think he's got that in him. So maybe they can come up with some interesting lineups here, maybe some bigger mm. lineups, uh, maybe using like the only guard and then like a Rui Avdia of Zingas mm. sort of. Or sort KCP. Of yeah. I, I, do, KCP, I still like KCP yeah. on this team. Yeah, for um, sure. So I've seen people say. I've seen people suggest that Beal Winnie, like if he comes back next season, which it sounds like he will because he likes getting paid, um, should be the just the point guard, full time point guard, and then yeah, have have guys like Avdia handle the ball. Mm. Yeah. I like it. I I really like this. I mean, get, getting off that fucking Bertans contract, man. Like, yeah, I, that's I a win in that itself. <laughs> it's that's just a, a total yeah. win. It's a win. Yeah, and that opens up, like you said. Give guys like Avdia and you know I've really really liked Rui Hachimura's game coming out of um, college and then in the Olympics which you guys both know that mm. are massive on Olympic you know basketball like if you have a good tournament I feel like you're gonna step you know have a step up in the in the season and he had a really good tournament for Japan and I don't know something I'd never got never quite understood what happened why he didn't play for so long after the Olympics like. I'm not sure if it was a vaccination thing or whatever the case, but he was out for a long time and just seems like he lost all that momentum that he got from the Olympics and just really interested to see him finally getting some good run. A few injuries too, I think, with him. Mm. Maybe some niggling ones and he just didn't, didn't just, get it all together. I just remember in the beginning part of the year, they were like, they, no one knew where he was. It was just personal reasons. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was weird. Mm. Something to keep an eye on. Mm. Well, this leaves us with there's a couple of little ones here we don't need to go over, but there's a, there's a slightly little one involving uh, Philadelphia and the Brooklyn Nets. And it finally gets done. James Harden to the Sixers. Twain, mm. we've chatted about this. You were leaning towards an off-season move for him. Mm. But they do the deal now. What do you think, man? What do you what do you like about this trade for your team? Mm. What and what don't you like about it? I'm surprised that that's all it took. Like I was expecting either what they did initially give up, plus either Matisse or Maxi. Like I didn't think the Nets were gonna play ball and you know come up with the deal that eventually got done. Because you look at the deal, it's like if you're just on a, like a, like um, Jacquel said earlier, on a box score look status, like it, it doesn't appear that they gave up too much. But like, I was just really surprised that, you know, they were able to get him for that price. Like, I was expecting 
you know, a five for two or, a, you know, five for one or four for one or whatever the case may be. So extremely, extremely surprised that it did happen. I didn't, I was like, you guys told you guys last week, like I'm in the camp of waiting, like just keep that core together. The core was doing fine. They were hunting for the, you know, top three seed with that core. I don't, I don't necessarily hate making the move now. I understand why they did it. And then, yeah, like I, I just can't believe that if I, James fucking Harden's on the team now. Like, <laughs> like if going back all the way back to the process years, this is what the process was about. This is why they did all that shit. They create a superstar, which they've got, and then they were going to fill out the edges with other guys. And now we've got James fucking Harden. Like, I'm sure you guys, you know, even though what he's done in the past, I'm sure you guys would have loved to have a James Harden on your team at one point or another. Um, but yeah, I was, no, I was pretty... happy with Reggie Jackson, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm happy given the price. It does suck to lose Seth Curry. Like, I really thought he had a really good season this year with them, and his handoff game with Embiid was really good. Like, that one two game they had was really good. And then Andre Drummond as well. Um, that, that was a little piece that was underrated because he was giving some good minutes when Embiid would go to the bench, and I feel like the reason why Embiid has has been having a good season is because Drummond's been able to, you know, spot him those minutes and he gets a good amount of rest so he can come back and dominate. Um but yeah, then ultimately the biggest reason probably just getting, you know, finishing up this Simmons saga. Like it's finally done. Um it's over, time to move on. You know, we got he got what he wanted. Sixers got what we they wanted. So, yeah, I'm pretty stoked to, to finally, you know, get someone that's not to name Tobias Harris that can help him beat. You know what I mean? Like Tobias Harris goes back to being a third option, which is his best option. And they've got a really good playmaker. Say all what you want about James Harden. Like he is a fucking fantastic playmaker. Like he's, he'll get the ball to guys in spots. They'll, they'll need it. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy. I'm really stoked. What are the downsides of the trade for Philly? Well, the hamstring, like I read today, like, He's not going to be back until after the All-Star break. So, I don't know. Maybe is the hamstring fucked? Like, I'm I'm not too sure. But I read... I took also, that as a, a cautionary yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I read, too, that they didn't want a tampering investigation. That's why they're holding him off until um, no. the end of the All-Star break. So, maybe it's that. I'm not too sure. Um, and then just the fit's a bit weird. Like... I don't mm-hmm. like they're so both ball dominant. Like even Embiid for a big, he's really ball dominant. He likes to start at the top of the key and make his move to the rim, or you know do or do whatever he does. But yeah, like Harden needs the ball to operate as well. I haven't he hasn't played off the ball and fuck since the Thunder days. So I'm I'm not too sure how that's going to work. But him and Embiid as a one two get one two punch potentially could work, but. Yeah, defensively it's going to be a bit, bit rough too because you can't give that effort that he's been giving the last few years. So I don't know. It's gonna, it's gonna be a bit of a weird fit to, to start off with, and then eventually I think they figure it out and sort. So yeah, probably just a fit would be the downside for me at the moment. Yeah, I mean obviously Harden wanted to be there, so mm. that's that's a bonus. Yes, but like to get back. For Simmons, James Harden, next MVP. Like there was talks. So I mean, what what were some of the rumored trades coming back for? 
Um, Halliburton, Fox, Sabonis. I mean, I would have loved Halliburton, but Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Jeremy Grant. Um, and there was so many. There was, many. There was Beal talk for a while. Beal. But credit to Daryl Morey. Like, he fucking, play, you know, how, yeah, he, he got what he wanted. Like, you know, he didn't waver. You know, people were putting pressure on him. You know, do this, do that, do this, do that. He just stood patient, stood patient, and then finally got the man he was after. And you could just tell how happy he was. He went and fucking met him at the airport yesterday. <laughs> like, he was that happy to get some James. It's weird because, like, I've never seen a, like, I've seen a coach in the play have a relationship like that, but not a GM in the player. Like, he's it's really, real. it's yeah. weird, man. It's a real weird dynamic, but. Hey, I don't, it works. I'm not. We got a secondary scorer that can alleviate some of the pressure off Embiid. So yeah, I'm pretty happy. He's got a chance to a chip, bro. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's it. You, and you've got to buy a lot of tickets to get you know to win the damn thing. So you know, and James Harden is a chance yeah. that if we they're healthy. Have... They get and they click, bro. If they find some sort of bloody chemistry, then. Mm. Joel's a demon by himself, bro. It'd be hard for anyone to beat by himself. So mm. it helps. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, I'm just happy they didn't give up Re- Tyrese Maxi or Matisse Thibault because I think those two were, like, really crucial pieces to the yeah. puzzle. And they kept both of them. Plus, seems like Tobias Harris has been playing better the last couple of months. So who knows? Maybe they go on a bit of a run here. I'm not too sure. But, um, yeah, just, just stoked that, you know, the Simmons thing is finally done. Charkel, from a Nets perspective, um, you know, I'd say Harden was disgruntled for sure. Um, getting in Simmons what, as as the key piece back, what do you think? What does Simmons bring for the Nets? Well, obviously, he needs to like show up and actually want to play, but <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's it's a way better fit for him personally, just because. Mm-hmm. He's going to just obviously be able to just do what he can actually be good at and not have to really do any offense, you know, because Kyrie and Katie can be everything that you need on offense. And then he can play that small ball like a Draymond kind of role, obviously try and score more. But, yeah, hopefully he's just in a better place and Mm. can actually just play. Well, the thing with him him is, is like, he's not a bad player. Like, a lot of the media discourse... The last six months is that he's like some fucking horrible scrub. Like he's not. He's probably the best defender, perimeter defender in the league. Probably one of the best passing bigs in the league. Like he, it's just mentally, it's, I don't know, it's whatever's happened mentally. And like, I just hated today, like the last couple of days, especially from the media side of it, like how they're, like he turned up to Nets training today and he looked all happy in that. And a lot of the Philly media and, media in general are like oh he must be over his mental health issues and like you don't know if he's been over that like you know mental health is like it comes and goes like it doesn't pick a day when it mm. happens you know like i mm. i did i see a lot of people questioning if it was for real and i was like what? who knows you just got to take him at his face value for it i'm just glad that uh, hopefully he's happy and in a better space now so because when he's on the court and when he's going he's as good as it gets like yeah, when, yeah. He's, when he's on so it's he can make the net scary. That's how you mm. look at him. Like if yeah. he plays to his abilities, he mm. will make the nets way better than with Harden. Just because they don't need, they don't need that third ball handler. They already, no. they already got enough of that. What they lack is defense, and he can honestly bring that yeah, for sure. 
Mm. He'd be lo- Loki, the best defender. Like versatility wise, he's unreal. Yeah, well, the, he can guard the... some centers to nearly every point guard in the league. Like... Yeah, it's unreal speed. And if he doesn't have to, yeah, score, and he has like that Kawhi role on a Spurs team, like he'd be unreal. Mm. Well, the I think thing... you play him exactly like Draymond with the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. You play him exactly yeah. like Draymond. Set the screens, thing... like be that Do... bloody. Mm, rebounds yeah. and all that sort of thing. The thing, though, that I w- wonder from the net side is, like, he's never been asked to play without the ball. Like, all his time in the Sixers, he was yeah. the main ball handler. The mm. reason why they didn't re-sign Jimmy Butler was because he wasn't happy <laughs> that he was relegated to off-ball duties. Like, And that was a big reason why... A mistake, why, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a mistake. Um, I, I'm not sure if he willing... To be to do that stuff because, like, you know, maybe KD and Kyrie, who have got a higher standing, maybe they can sort of, you know, tell him to do that. But a lot of talk that I've read is that he thought of himself as equal to Embiid on the Sixers. Like, he wasn't, he didn't think Embiid was, you know, higher above him. He thought that he was just as good, which clearly it's not. And that he should have, you know, been happy to become the number two option. But like, I don't, I'm not sure from the net side if he can become that. I know, think with KD, guy. like with KD, you're just gonna have to. Like, KD's a guy who's been around. Like, mm. other than like a LeBron, like you have to have respect for KD. You just do. Mm. Like nearly everyone. Yeah, if 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 he, yeah, if he questions, like KD being the number one man, then yeah, he's just bloody. He's lost his marbles for sure. Well, it's just funny because it's like, you know, Katie's not exactly the most, you know, approachable guy in the in the, in, in the league like, as well. So it's like, and then Kyrie's thing is fucking, you know, Illuminati fucking shit. Like, I, I, I don't know how it's going to fit for them. I can see it where they become this dominant force, but then I can also see it when they like none of them play. Or they play well, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when they get when they get to the shit, yeah, they'll be the worst because yeah. yeah, yeah. none of them will talk to each other. And yeah. oh, well, okay. an underrated point that I haven't heard anyone brought up is there's a Patty Mills is on their team, both mm. Aussies. Now, all Australian basketballers have a ton of respect for Patty Mills. Maybe mm. Patty Mills is maybe the guy that can help Simmons here. So, yeah, I, I think that's quite a Quite yeah, with Carry, like they've got a deadly, too. yeah, they got some deadly shooters now. Wolf Carry as well, like they got Joe a Harris, yeah. yeah, they got they got they got something brewing, but yeah, it's, it really will come down to Simmons, like because they gave up everything, you know, they should have Jay Allen right now and they'd be looking yeah. a lot better, yeah. Well, think about like how good Bruce Brown was last year, um, when they were using Bruce Brown as like the small ball center. Imagine if that was Simmons, oh, yeah. like. You know, like more <laughs> yeah. Like like Bruce Brown is basically well, he does take shot, at least he shoots from fucking three and stuff, but but he on defense, like Bruce Brown's just a smaller version of Simmons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if yeah, if they can utilize that. And I think like Simmons has always gone hard on defense. He always yeah. has, no matter what his offense has been. And, if, mm. and then on offense, if he just pushes in transition, which is his best part of his offense, like, mm. yeah, man, making me leave for two. So, and Aiden, I think you would agree with this. Like, both these teams have improved with, with this trade. Oh, 
hundred percent. Um, the Sixers got James Harden for a guy who literally wasn't playing. Um, and the yeah, obviously every time you remove someone who's unhappy, I think you get better just addition by subtraction, even if that mm. subtraction is someone like James Harden. Uh, the the idea of Ben Simmons in Brooklyn is is really good. If if he is willing to go there and play ball, like literally and figuratively, um, then yeah, I th- I think it can work. He's exactly what they need on the defensive end, uh, and it, it looks like they're trying to build a whole bunch of shooters around him. Like they insisted on Seth Curry. Um, they've got Patty Mills. Uh, Joe Harris when he comes back, like, um, yeah, I, I, I actually, I like it for both teams. Um, mm. Like, like Twain touched on the the fit with Harden and Embiid is is interesting. Uh, Harden generally plays with like uh, more athletic bigs, like your your Capellas and that type of thing. Um, and Embiid's not the most athletic guy, and also quite ball dominant. Uh, the other thing I think is quite interesting for Philly, um, defensively, like Harden would have to defend guys that Tobias Harris would normally defend. So I wonder mm. if, if uh, I don't know, uh, this is just something I thought, but maybe bringing Tobias off the bench as like a sixth man and starting like Thibel and or, I know Danny Green's pretty washed, but like to, to sort of make up for a bit of that defensive uh, defensive side of things because you've got to be able to score with with Harden and Embiid. Mm. Like that's not an issue. It's the defense. Um, the other day they, I think they were experimenting when they played the Cavs. They actually yeah. chucked Tobias on Garland at the end of the game. Like oh wow, Garland was okay. cook yeah was cooking them, and then he actually ended up getting you know like three stops in a row on him. But I I think crazy I th- yeah. <laughs> For Tobias Harris, at least, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was quite an interesting... Like I would have assumed Matisse would have been the guy to handle that, but yeah, they yeah. gave it to, to, to Harris to close the game out, and he did the job. So, like, um, yeah, it, it's interesting because, like you said, Danny Green seems a bit, you know, on the washed end of things. Mm. Um, and Tyrese Maxey and James Harden backcourt, it's a bit small. But then, in, in saying that, their bigger struggle this year when I've watched them is getting points in crunch time. Like they're all good in the th- first mm. three quarters. It's just when the game gets a bit tight, especially last week yeah. against Phoenix, they just, the buckets dry up for whatever reason, <laughs> like having someone like James Harden there is going to just, you know, open up so many new avenues in terms of, you know, yeah. end of game sort of, you know, execution. So maybe the trade off of defense, you know, helps, Offensively, so you know it's a give and take sort of situation. Are you worried? Their pick and roll will be deadly. If Doc if Doc runs it, he doesn't fucking run the pick and roll. That's the problem. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Are you worried about Harden's previous playoff performances? Nah, not because we we haven't done anything. So it's like, what's there to worry about? I'm already (laughs) I'm already used to failure. So if it happens again, it's nothing new. (laughs) Can't be any worse than something yeah, anyway. Yeah, it can't be any worse than passing up an open yeah. dunk. Well, Harden, Harden will take, yeah, yeah, he'll take a shot for sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not worried. Like, if if it ends in bursting in flames, which most times with my teams it ends up happening like that, it's 
part of the course. It's, it happens. <laughs> um, the strip joints in Philly, not as, <laughs> not as good as Brooklyn? Or uh, no, um, is this a I, good thing for Harden? I think I think it's a good thing because, like, apparently I was really good. Sort of some thread they were ranking the cities by strip, <laughs> yeah, by strippers, strip joints. Yeah, the ones and that Philly, he plays the best at. Yeah, Phillies was like right at the bottom, so maybe he doesn't go. Yeah, maybe someone did a yeah, someone did a whole in-depth thing of the nights that he's been yeah. spotted out uh, at like strip clubs. He's actually performed the best the next day. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, that might be his thing. He's just like he's like the the Dennis Rodman now. He's his buddy. Oh, hey, AI was like he would stay up all night, drink Jack. and gamble, and then fucking go and drop fifty. Like that was just <laughs> yeah. what they, you know. Maybe that's he's just built that way. I'm not yeah, too yeah. sure, but just outside looking in today when he turned up to practice and everything, he looked pretty happy, and the whole team looked mm. pretty like jubilant to have him around. Like it was yeah. good to see them all happy and everything. Like. So Tyrese Maxey was like over the moon that he was next to someone like Harden. Like it was quite funny seeing that. Yeah. Um, Harden's so really outgoing, but he's like a real like bubbly person. Compared, to, I think like Katie and that are so like robotic. Katie's like yeah, yeah, he's the kind of guy who like he'll just turn up, hoop, and then he's off home to chill on the couch. Harden's like he's out hanging with rappers, you know. Like yeah, he he's got a bit of a like. Live in the storm, but yeah, Kyrie and Katie are like depression, bro. <laughs> yeah, Katie's the guy that you bring him a cake and he'll ask you what kind of chocolate is it. It's like, bro, it's chocolate <laughs> cake, just fucking eat it. <laughs> he, he's that guy, and then Kyrie probably probably thinks that the, the chocolate came from outer space or something. Like, yeah, fuck the out cake's of, yeah. got a microchip in it. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. Like, Harden yeah. was probably like trying to hang out with them after the game, and they just like, I'll see you tomorrow. Pack to the maybe, yeah, maybe he's just like. I felt like those three were like it was like when you know you have a you're rooming with someone and then you tell them to come over and you're like oh hey like you know this don't worry about Kyrie he's never here just come it's all good (laughs) and then when he turns up you're like man this guy's the biggest dickhead I've ever met in my life like fuck I need to get out of here I think that's what exactly what happened it just sucks for the Nets though because I think I saw was it you Jaco that said the other day that they were 13 and 3 with all three of them yeah bro they they weren't fucking getting beaten if they it's, played, but it's got to be one of the biggest what ifs in NBA. Yeah. Like one, like what could have they achieved? Like it's only a year those three lasted. Like insane. Yeah, and they didn't even get to like really gel. Like if they no. really gelled, yeah, I don't. Sixteen I don't, games. No one's beaten yeah. them, bro. They're scoring one seventy yeah. on you easy. That Celtics series from last year, I think, it was the first round when the Celtics just tried everything and they just. They couldn't do anything with them. Like yeah, all right. three of them, like they couldn't do nothing. It was like it just. If they drop thirty. If they drop thirty each, then they only need over. like <laughs> 10, 20 points from someone else, and they can yeah. win. It's just, it's, yeah. it's got to be one of the biggest what ifs ever. That team. Well, three of the top five isolation scorers in the league, all on one team. You know, come playoff time, you need ISO scorers. They had three of them. Mm. <laughs> you look at their best skills, like Harden, the ability to draw a foul. Kyrie yep. could finish around anyone. KD can shoot yeah. over anyone. Like, yeah. whatever the matchup of doing this with yeah. them. And you just put two defense dudes in, or like a Joe Harris who can hit an open shot mm. well, in the playoffs, not as much. But <laughs> yeah. Do you like know? It, yeah, well, it, it is I just think if they, can take, yeah, if they could take yeah. uh, the Bucks to seven pretty much with a one legged Harden. 
next to a KD. Like, I'm sure a healthy Harden and Joel can take anyone seven. Mm. Yeah, because, like, Harden was fucking, like, it's, like, people would say, like, he was pretty much their best player last year when before KD got hurt in there because he was, like, consistently there for the Nets. He got them to the playoffs. He was having some massive performances. Yeah. Just in the playoffs, you know, hurt his, you know, hurt his leg or whatnot, and couldn't help KD out in their game yeah. seven. Like, I, I'm sure they, they were healthy. Yeah, yeah, they were dropping thirty bombs each against each the Celtics, game. like taking turns, yeah. bro. So. It's gonna piss me off though. Like, I, I'm and I'm dreading it because I, I reckon he'll do it too. I, if Simmons' his first game as a net and he does a step back three, I'm gonna fucking lose my <laughs> mind there. I'm <laughs> gonna be like so pissed off. Like, can you imagine if Simmons comes out and he is wet? Ten threes, jumper. yeah, ten oh, threes. That would be uh, the craziest. I'll go get the rope myself. I'll get the rope myself and do it myself. Like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> he won't. He won't, man. He won't. Uh, I don't know. After the trade happened, uh, I saw one of the funniest tweets I've ever seen from Joel and B. He um, <laughs> yeah, he used the. <laughs> There's there's a meme if you guys aren't familiar I know Twain you are the yeah, yeah. and it's a black guy in a suit and he's uh, it's like just showed up at my haters funeral to make sure he's dead and Joel and B tweeted that picture out just <laughs> fucking just perfect and then a Ultimate reporter troll. asked him yeah a reporter asked him about his and he just said like oh I like oh. this suit or something like that yeah, yeah. you just see guys to look at the look at the meme yeah. R.I.P. Bozo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that he's, <laughs> but he's next level with the trolling. Embiid's great, man. Embiid's great. He um another little story I heard was when him and who's a young point guard on a team day for the Pels, Alvar Alvarado. Oh yes, Jose yes. Alvarado. Yeah, yeah, they got into a bit of uh you know a, a war of words and um Alvarado got a fine and Embiid actually paid for him, paid mm. the fine for him. I was like, that's cool, man. Like they were both yapping each, at each other. And yeah. then Bede's like, Oh, you're on a ten day, so I'll just I'll just pay it for you. I like your fucking I like your spirit, man. So He's a yeah. good dude, hey man. He, he's yeah, I love him Bede. Yeah, he's a really good dude. And I'm hoping like that he has a real deep run this year. Yeah. And I'm happy, that he, yeah, I'm happy he just finally got something, bro, because yeah. yeah, it'd be sad to watch him have to just waste it by himself, like doing it all. Because bro, if he if he just gets into a a zone in the playoffs too. Like, there's no one that's gonna stop him, bro. He's fucking no. unbelievable. His he's, game's he's... suited for it too. Like, you go, yeah. go if you need a bucket, you can hit him in the low post. But you know, also you can you know step out and hit threes. Like at times, that watching him, and this is not just me being a homer or whatever, but it just feels like sometimes what you can't guard him. Like you can't do anything. Mm. No. It's, yeah. As long as he just, I... He's always needed help, bro. He's just... Yeah. Who are you most scared of facing in the playoffs now? Probably Milwaukee. Still the Bucks, yeah. Yeah, because I, I can see a scenario where where Giannis and Embiid are trading, you know, you know, pound, you know, blows and you know come up with massive stat lines themselves. But I can also see where Drew just locks up Harden. Then we're yeah. fucked. Like what you know, like what are we gonna do? Like you need a big game from Tobias. Yeah, from, from Tobias. Maxi. Yeah, from Maxi, yeah. which, you know, like he's been nice this year, but I, it's a lot of pressure to put on a young guy. And then, yeah, I probably them and then probably the Heat as well. Because the Heat yeah, have always played, 
yeah, Heat have always played the Sixers as well. Like they've always played them really well. Um, and even Cleveland, like I, I don't want to see those two young kids in the post in round two or round one. Like fuck that. I'd rather, I want an easy game round one. Give me Washington or someone <laughs> yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. We will just play so hard. Yeah, it'll be bullshit yeah. to have a seven game with them first yeah. round. We will be we'll be annoying for whoever we get messed up on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't want just... I don't want to see that. Give give let fucking Brooklyn have them or let Chicago <laughs> have them. I don't I don't need them. Well, there's there's like going down to the Hornets and ninth is twenty. Um, but you got a whole like there's not many teams that you're like oh yeah I want to face them like the Heat, Bulls, Cavs, Sixers, Bucks, Celtics, Raptors, Nets, and Hornets. That's your nine. Like mm. fuck, there's so many. Yeah, this I'm so looking forward to the playoffs in the East, man. This yeah. year, it's gonna be interesting, bro. It's really going to be who's just got the, the chemistry, I reckon, out of all these teams. Yeah. They're all so talented, bro. But who's going to who's gonna really click together with the whole team? Mm. Matchups, too. Yeah, you know, like KD's going to have to go crazy because he's going to be playing half the games by himself. If Simmons is even there as well, does he have that help? Probably not. And then, you know, you, you, it, Bucks will just be absolutely ridiculous. Come playoff time, because Giannis will just go God mode if he has to. Yeah, he's been cruising. Yeah, and then the Heat are just going to be their dogs. Sleeper, like. They're going to be dogs, man. Yeah. The Heat in the playoffs. If they if, if they are healthy, like yeah, they're probably going to be the ones coming out of the East. Like they mm. feel like they got the most ridiculous depth seen in a long time. So they yes. look good. Mm. They, they, good. they might be giving up Duncan Robinson because of that dude that they got coming up. They got like another sharpshooter now, so. Oh, Max Struess. Yeah, they're yeah. over Duncan. So. Fuck, they got a they got a hell of a team. They need my cares might surprise someone. Like, yeah, they just they just such a dog team and seem to probably have one of the best chemistry out of all the teams mm. in the league. So. I'm just yeah. reading here um, about the just touch on one last thing about the Nets. So for less than two seasons, Brooklyn paid a price of Jared Allen. Karis LeVert, three first round picks and four first round swaps. That's a that's a big price for a year and a half rental, basically. They definitely winning. Sean's mark, yeah. Sean Marks winning. He did. Mm. He paid some prices, all right. DeAndre Jordan's contract is mm. yeah. But yeah, hey, they would have won. Bloody really. Now, before we wrap up, um, how about some trade deadline non happenings? Um, Jeremy Grant for one. You you boys surprised that he didn't get moved? Mm. Yep. Um, yep. I thought Definitely. that a lot of contenders would have tried to nab him. Like I would have, like instead of the Dinwiddie, like him on Dallas would have made sense for me. Um, would have been a good. Oh, that would have been so good. So good next to Luca. Um, but yeah, that was probably. I was pretty surprised that he didn't get moved because it seemed like all the rumours heading up to the deadline was that everyone was after him. He would have been like the most likely to go, I would have thought. Mm. Mm. Now, apparently the asking price was pretty high from Detroit. Mm. We we did want two first rounds back from, which I think was a bit over the top. But I think I think it had to be a really good deal to get it done. I, I think the Pistons like Jeremy Grant and 
I think it's more one, it may be more one of those media mm. ones, like media ones are like, what's this guy doing on the Pistons? Like, let's get him off the Pistons. Like, mm. let's, let's talk this up. He'll be really good on another team rather than actually thinking, well, actually, maybe, yeah. maybe he'll actually change his role now with Cade, uh, how good he's been. And mm. he might, he might stick around on the Pistons for years to come. Who knows? So it might just I think... be something better next year. Like it could just be one of those things. Off-season expiring contract yeah, next year. Be better yeah. offerings next year, and then they'll get something big for them. My biggest issue with the Pistons keeping Grant is that Sadiq Bay plays so much better when Grant isn't playing. Mm. Yeah, he's so much better. You look at the the percentages and the numbers when Grant's there and when he's not. And like Grant's good. I'm not. I'm not slandering him at all. But you know, do you? Is it, is it a coincidence or is it like, because I know Grant loves to run some ISOs when, you know, he probably shouldn't. Yeah, it's probably not as bad as what you think because I watched most of those games and it was actually Sadiq himself. He actually changed his game. He um he was taking some weird, like, sidestep threes. Like, he'd, he'd pass up more open shot, take a step to the side and shoot, like, with a defender right in his face. So, it's a, I don't know, it was just the way he played when, when Grant was playing and Cade was out at the start of the year. But Sadiq had a good game um, today with Jeremy mm. Grant. So, but I know what you mean, though, because I think, but I think it's Sadiq just learning too. Yeah. And I, and I think he yeah, changes his game. Yeah, uh, well, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? I know I've seen some Pistons fans who are usually pretty level-headed, like on Twitter and that, like getting really frustrated with the way Grant's been playing this year. Not not with the way he's been playing, but with certain decisions he makes. Um, yeah, on, on the offensive end. Uh, but that being said, I wouldn't have traded him away for nothing. I'm just yeah, surprised no. he didn't get moved. Yeah, I think we got to. I mean, I've I've talked on podcast before about this but i think we got to keep guys that really want to be in detroit so i think giving Mm. giving him a high asking price i didn't mind Mm. um you talked about the purdle trade to the hornets of the non-trade to the hornets any other ones (laughs) (laughs) any other sort of non-trades that you guys were surprised um i i'm surprised the lakers didn't do anything like I'm, I I read that they tried their hardest to do something, but no one wanted to take their shitty yeah, deals, which is they ain't got shit to give away. Yeah, they, which is like, you yeah, know, they, they only turned down one trade apparently. That's all they yeah. turned down. I cracked up they, when um they, they did a little bit. Oh, sorry. No, sorry, but um, I cracked up on ESPN when they were saying um I think Malika said oh they're gonna concentrate on the uh. The wow. buyout market, and then fucking Kendrick and RJ just started. Oh, Ramona. Yeah, Ramona was so mad. <laughs> she was so mad about that because her her sources at the Lakers is Jeannie. Her and Jeannie yeah. Buss are like tight, like they're yeah. pretty close. So she obviously gets the the oil from the you know from one of the buses. So yeah, I was just you know I'm surprised that. You know, they didn't do any smaller moves. Like, I think we mentioned earlier the the Covington one. Like, then maybe they could have, you know, brought someone in like that yeah, just to help out with their defense or, I'd you know, just something. For a while, but he's, he'd be yeah. a good, good piece for Yeah, like, they need to do something, but they didn't. So, yeah, I was just surprised that with the lack of movement on their end. 
Um, I'm also surprised for the second year in a row, Terrence Ross hasn't been moved. Yeah. Mm. But he just doesn't fit what the Magic are doing. Like, it's good to have some sort of veteran leadership, but, you know, I don't he know. He deserves it's, to be on a good Gary team. Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and Gary Harris. So I think yeah. I think Gary, it, it's harder with him because he earns like 20 mil. Mm. So matching is is not as not as easy. Um, talk it's talk Yeah, he's he's a big buyout candidate. Yeah, I uh, feel like T. Ross has been disrespected for his whole career. He should have been on at least a sort of a contender by now. Yeah, he was. Yes. He, he was er, on the early Raptors when Masai first got there, like the, mm, I, the when DeRozan and Lowry like legit was like their first year together. He was like the sixth man on those Raptor teams. They were pretty like. 48, 49 one teams. He was pretty good. Like he was, it's just that he was always going to be back up behind um, the yeah. Rosen. He's throwing down some wicked dunks back then too. Mm, mm. I just feel like he's turned into like such a good shooter, and he probably can play pretty good defense if he's on a good team. Well, we mm. the late. I mean, speaking of buyouts, like if he does get bought out, I mean, surely the Lakers would pick up a guy like Ross. Like sure to me, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm. Maybe the Clippers even, get another win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even if Gary Harris gets bought out, so I could. I mentioned earlier about the shooting guard minutes for the Bucks. Like I could see the Bucks having a yeah. interest in something like Gary Harris. For sure. Yeah, be good. Yeah. The Bulls, even you know, the Bulls mm. could be a destination now. Yeah, Caruso not being there for for a while. And Lonzo. Yeah, and Lonzo. And Lonzo yeah. Fuck, they're they're another sleeper too. Jesus. Mm. So, so many contenders, so many, and it's all going to come down to what, like, what we know is injuries, and then now it's COVID as well. You got to throw that in. Yeah, like, that could that could just fuck your whole series. Yeah, it's funny. What it's funny with the Bulls, eh? Like, I keep looking, you know, every other time on the box score or on my ESPN <laughs> app or whatever. It just it always seems like every time the Bulls played, the Rosen's got forty. <laughs> 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 It's just like every other time I was like, oh, he had 38 today. Oh, he's got 40 today. Oh, 35. Oh, 45. It's like, fuck. Hey, if he can play like that in the playoffs, because it's always been his downfall, like, bro, they're going to be fucking for real. Mm. They just, they just, oh, bro, they're, they're actually such a crazy team. I thought they'd be good, but not this good. Yeah. I think, I think we, but everyone had them sort of like middle of the pack in our preseason yeah. preview. That we yeah. did. I was thinking like seven, maybe six the highest, I think. Yeah, mm. same here. But like, fuck, they, they could they could contend because they could defend. Paddy Williams back, man. Yeah. Because I'm missing a phone call guy, they really mm. Yeah, they'll probably get, they'll, they'll definitely get bullied by like fucking Embiid and shit like that. Well, he's Giannis. done it. To, he's done it to them three times this year when they've played. He's just, I think yeah, he's had fucking big. massive. Yeah, the, Vucevic ain't gonna help you on the defensive <laughs> no, side. But yeah, they're asleep. Like it just yeah. Again, matchups as well. If they get the right matchups all the way through, mm. and then just you know finals, fuck anything, anything could happen. That's mm. it's, it's a fun year, like to just be watching. Because wow. And we haven't even really talked about the West teams like Suns, Warriors, Grizz, like all yeah. those teams too. Like, yeah, well, out of if you don't pick the Bucks, Suns, and Golden State, like who do you think would win if you do if they weren't gonna win? Oh man. Ooh. I mean I have to lean Philly here mm. on what they've done. 
I like Miami too. Um, but man, I want to see the fairy tale of the Grizz, man. Oh, just mm. that would just be fucking awesome. Like, well, this yeah. feeling like a year for them too. Like the way they're playing, like they aren't just winning, bro. They are smacking teams too. They're smoking teams. It's, it's reminding mm. me of the first year that Curry really went off in the Warriors. It's Jar going off. Yeah. Like, and then just all these other pieces that they've drafted most of it. Yeah, and they're like some they're, veterans. Yeah. They're playing so good. Like that little T Rex R motherfucker, he is so good. He <laughs> is actually Bain, so yeah. good. Desmond Bain is so good. He's like yeah. a, I don't know, he is like he could be like potentially the one of the best two way players in the league. Like he's so good on defense. I think it was me. I think it was me and Aiden last year. We were on Twitter and we were both like harping on, like fucking start Bane over Derek Dylan Brooks. Like we were all, <laughs> all on it from day one. We were like, fucking start this dude. He's jacked. He can play D. Yeah. He can shoot threes. Like fucking start him. And finally, they, you know, they've done it this year and he's been killing it. Yeah, because Brooks been out for ages too, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because they, just... they were playing mean without Jar. That was the crazy thing. They went on like mm. a... They started their run without Jar. Yeah, they mm. were like eight, nine wins in a row and then he came back and they lost. Because remember the fans... The first one back, they lost, but then... Yeah. His own mm. fans were um, saying they wished he was still injured. He was broken after the, that first game back. Because <laughs> they lost one game because they were on the streak. But yeah, they are like, yeah, they're definitely the one to look out for. Just because mm. yeah, they they've they've got that playoff like itch now that they've been there. That's the calm yeah. under pressure, man. Like I was watching that chart when Charlotte were coming back on them, and they were up by like thirty at one stage in that game, and the Hornets should have just started to light things up, and they were coming back. That the end, judges settled it down. Okay, right. And even guys like Tyus Jones and, and as you say, Bane, like, they just kept, kept cool and then just locked down a couple of positions in defense and yeah. and took some good shots and they, they just iced the game. It was like, yeah. these and guys they brought, are they so brought the young. dog out of uh, Aaron as well. Like, he started yeah. to show a bit more fight than them. Mongrel, mm. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, like, soft as shit. They're like a veteran team of young guys. It's weird. <laughs> not scared of anyone either which i like yeah, they talk shit mm. really fun yeah it's awesome and of course the big kiwi in there too so cool. i think that's rating. i think that's why they're talking shit now you know yeah hard and no it's because of him <laughs> <laughs> so the offensive rating they're fifth and defensive rating they're seventh so like if you're fifth. top 10 in both categories like you're doing something right yeah, got out there. Top what are they? Feet. What are they like in the last couple of months? They'd have to be even the, better. Than yeah, I would. I would say they'd be top five I, in both categories. I think they were seven and nine or seven and eight, and then Jazz got injured, so they were mm. either five hundred or just below five hundred. Wow. Um, the first month and a half, I and mean, since then, yeah, it's just fucking like, like thirty and ten or something. Another team with a quick rebuild as well, like. They didn't like they got Jar obviously, and you would think after you know take them a bit of time to get into the sort of contender status that they have now, and like it only taken them a year and a bit, and they're already there. Yeah, I feel like they were just getting over the the Conley era and the Gasol. Yeah, era. it felt like yesterday. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, then all of a sudden, boom, 
fuck, they're about to compete for a title. Mm. I would, I, I want to see them versus the Suns so bad. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. So man. much shit talk, man. Because Chris campaign. Paul and Lee are going to talk and talk. <laughs> and campaign. <laughs> and campaign. Oh, that'd be awesome. Going at LeBron. Mm. Uh, yeah, boys. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, thanks, Jarkel, for coming on. All good. Good to catch up with you, bro. Talking hoops. Um, Twain as normal and Aiden too. So cheers, everyone, coming on. Uh, don't actually know what we've got in store next week on the podcast, but be something good as always. Be ranking something or yeah, talking about something. So wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. I'll, I'll have the week off then. Still, still good. Uh, cheers to that, everybody. Over and out. See. You. Peace.